and we are live hey concrete you're on mute happy wednesday happy hump day how's your week going girls the week I am tired, child, but we here. What's yes, going on? We are. It's one of those one of those weeks, huh? It's a week. It's just been busy. So, yeah. you know, I think I have something done and something else. So what's going on with you? Hey. Uh, busy week too. Um, we had like some new software implementation stuff going on and it's been busy with that and um trying to get that underway lots of kinks and um as a result like i don't know who why everybody think i'm it but they've been emailing me and like i just set myself to do not disturb stop emailing me like the <laughs> i hate getting emailed like i'm one of those people like leave me alone and let me do my job because I typically, my job is one that I like, I, I don't have to interact with a lot of people. So mm -hmm. when they start bombarding me, uh-uh, let me go and do not disturb. So it's been like kind of one of those weeks. But aside from that, um, it's just been a busy week, but um, it's been cool aside from that. No, no, no real major complaints other than um, that. Um, Girl, you would hate time? my job because if it's your birthday, uh-huh, everybody wishing you a happy birthday. If it's oh. somebody else's birthday, uh -huh. everybody wishing them a happy birthday. Job okay. anniversary, everybody. Job oh, anniversary. Yeah. Girl, <laughs> after you go through well, like what what do you think is the average amount of emails you get a day? The average amount of emails that I get a day is probably like, mm, okay, so 10 on, like, there's, a, I have like a, a busy week out of the month. So aside from my busy week out of the month, I'll get like 10 emails a day. My busy week out of the month is I'm averaging more like 30 to 40 emails a day. But what's your average amount of emails a day? on a busy week let's just say mm -hmm. it's a super busy week i'm mm -hmm. gonna go as far as to say like maybe like a hundred ah! so. <laughs> uh, no. when i say they be fucking wilding <laughs> then be like you you didn't get to my email you think <laughs> the fuck listen uh-uh like for real only way that um like i you have to be answering emails all day long then girl i have to tell you like the dynamics of but so you have like head of you got like mm -hmm. your their head mm -hmm. then they got like my regular manager then my regular and then so you're going to get stuff from them like throughout the day mm -hmm. or whatever but let's say it's something going on child mm -hmm. when i say i be mad as hell 
like I, I kind of feel like um, if it's somebody's birthday, I don't like I am them that shit. Um, yeah. When you're sending stuff uh, nationwide and it's happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy. I'll be like, bitch. Uh uh-uh. Ain't no way. Like, there's no way. Don't subject me to that. Like, let me tell you something. Even with my little 10 emails a day, baby, I, I found to miss something. Because I'll be like, like, that stuff ain't for me. They be like, you ain't get my email? Um, and I'll be like, oh, I missed it. Because I ain't looking at that. Uh, I'm busy. <laughs> Girl, listen, it, like every time I turn around, I hate to see somebody's birthday or anniversary come up. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be like, motherfucker. Because, honey, you getting ready to look and see, watch. So people won't even take, like, like take a hint and just, you know, you can get one email and just I am the but person. they hit reply all? Like, why not? Like, mm-mm, I'll mute some emails in a minute. Let me tell you something. And you know what I hate? I absolutely hate when people do this. Let me tell you something. As my friend, don't ever include me in like a um in a, in a group text message. Like, ever, what? ever, ever. Like, you look like my a group text- chat. Why? That's my pet peeve. Let me tell you something. I have a friend. She's she's actually been on the show, and she's the queen of like improv. Now, now like, you gonna talk um, about her? That's why she message. Like, oh, concrete. Um, this is some friends that I met X Y Z. You are like them, and um, I added you to this group message. Why? So you can get to know people with your anti-social ads. I don't want to know them. Them your friends, they ain't mine. Listen, I don't need to know them. It's mean. Don't do it. mean? Listen, I'm like that for real. Like, I don't care to know them. Them your friends. Just mean. (laughs) Baby, I I just be like, take me out of the group damn text and then it's too much. We have like a chat that mm-hmm. goes off all freaking day. Mm-hmm. Check out this regulation. Look at this. I had this. And now I think the chat is help. It's a helpful chat. But baby. I don't care nothing about it. Baby up in that mm-hmm. thing all day. Like all That's day long. Like, because I can't like uh, really honestly, the reason that I don't like it is because I don't work well with distractions and I have a job that requires me to focus. Like I have to focus and I have to zone in and really focus. That's why sometimes like when you call me and I'll be like, oh girl, I, like I'm finishing a report. So like li- literally if I'm thrown off track, I lose my focus and it takes me a second to regain my focus. So that's why I was telling you, like, um, I've talked before about, like, my husband and how he likes to talk to me. So I literally cannot be in the same room with him when I'm, like, trying to focus. If I'm doing he be like, hey, la, 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 la. Girl, like, he want to have a whole conversation. And he don't get, like, he ain't the type of person, like, he don't take the hint. Like, if I'm be like, oh, okay, babe, well, I'm, um, like, you know, my director is, uh, at, like, he ain't, he's still going to tell you what he want to tell you about this, um, news story that he's seen or this conspiracy that he just read about that you need to know about right immediately so i only go down there when i'm like responding to emails or dilly dallying because 
I literally need to zone into what I'm doing. So all those beep, 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 like distractions, email, like I can't do that and focus. That throws me off. Girl, Curlin will put me out like low key. He'll put you out when you, when you distracted him, when he trying to get some work done. What? Good. He ain't going. Oh, He'd be wait. like, uh, yeah. You, so what you, what you got going on upstairs? <laughs> get show up. Get oh yeah babe i'll be upstairs in just a minute and he's you know it's like the nice asshole i like it like like um yeah babe i'm gonna come upstairs in just a few minutes i got this going on and i'm like oh okay oh listen i never say anything i just let my husband go i just let him and like he'll get annoyed that he'll be like you ain't even listening you ain't even hear what i said you ain't well, I was working when you came in the room. That's why I didn't do what you said. But you ain't Yo, about that. It took me one time to sit there and I was on my phone and he was sitting there talking to me and he was telling me something and I was not engrossed in that conversation. Why homeboy get up and leave? Like, <laughs> oh, God. I was so offended. Like, what? Girl, listen. Got up and... My husband will catch a whole attitude, and this is what he do. He'll catch it. He don't even catch an attitude. He just got up, and I was like, "Oh, oh. girl, listen first. What he said, so he'd get mad. But like, and he he'll quiz me. He'd be like, "So what I just asked you about? Who was the person in the story?" Like, what, what, what? like, and I half the time I I'm gonna get it wrong. I'll be like, "Oh, oh was my like god, <laughs> girl, he'd be mad. No, <laughs> too mad. I'm like, babe, I was." working when you came in the room like i was he don't care about the fact that i was already working or listening no to. he is he the like, priority yeah he like dead he be like you was talking all that shit cater shit on youtube talk that shit now sis Child, <laughs> it's, it's he's something else though something else sages they want to be the center of attention at all all times so Jesus. Pray my strength in the Lord, y'all. Pray, pray my strength in the Lord, please. What you need strength for, baby? You got strength. Because <laughs> it's a lot. I'm dealing with them on, on, on both fronts. Child, you chose us though. That that's that's the thing. Like you, this what you this the life you chose. Well, you might as well face it. It's all good. Yeah. God trying to test me. That's what it is. He's trying to test me. Mm-hmm. Would you two consider yourselves family building warriors? <sighs> Uh, what you think? Would I consider myself a family building warrior? I never thought about it. I'm going to build a family. No random dick. No (laughs) random kids. I never thought about it. Is that like a catch? Is that a catch term in these parts that's being used? Like something that I'm not familiar with? I think that truth is uh, developing his own concepts of, oh, you know, like his own ideologies okay. and and wordplay and stuff. Uh, that's okay, what I okay. believe. So okay. I think he's come up with a term like uh-huh. women should be choosing to be family building warriors. Like you should okay. be. God damn it! That's what I'm about to do. I'm about to build this family, and nobody's okay. gonna come between it. Not even father government. I think we uh, are. I'm- yeah, I'm not familiar, so like I feel a little um, ill-equipped to answer the question. Um, to be would you put honest. family above all else? 
Um, yeah, I, I, I would say I would put family above all else. Absolutely. My number one priority, for sure. I think um, concrete... Uh, you strike me as the type you're well more way more you're way more family oriented than I am in the sense that my family is small and we're not all really close so I'm building what like what the type of family that I've always wanted now I would say like when I live with my mom and my stepfather that was a good example of a family structure. Even when I lived with my mom and my grandfather, um, that was a good source of a family structure. Now, in between time, child, it was some real, real rocky, rocky roads. But like now, um, we're two kids, no dog, but uh, two kids and like a white picket fence. Absolutely. Quote unquote. Yeah. So I think now I'm building the type, the, the type of family structure that I would love for my kids to have and for them to follow in such a legacy so they can have like a family with traditions, um, togetherness, happy um, values and rules and structure and stuff. So I, I, yeah. I would consider I, myself that. I would say so too. Like, like, I, you know, my family is number one and it like, not even just because not, not from those spiritual standpoint or anything like that. Like, I think that like, I do come from a lot, like I have a come from a large family, but I've also like, I was one of 10. So family has yeah. always been something that was very important. But aside from that, it is something like it's, it's something that I value. It's something that I find strength in for a variety of reasons. And also the fact that like, I've lived so far away from my family. So I've had to be very close knit with the family that I have here. And as a result, um, you know, everything I do has been for and with my daughters because we've lived so far apart from fam most of our family for so long that um, that is something that, you know, I hold you know, very near and dear. Like some of my friends even think it's weird. Like I was talking to Danny about like how I was spending my mother's day and like kind of pouring into, I spent mother's day pouring into my daughters. And aside from that, like I was talking to my best friend and she was asking me what my plans are for my birthday. And for my birthday, um, we're taking a family trip out of town um, and I'm taking my daughters and she's like, why isn't it you and your husband? And I'm like, I want the girls to come too. Like, cause that's, you know, I know just like, yeah, my, my adult daughters are also accompanying us and my sister because like, I just, that's how much I love my family. I absolutely love spending time with them. I love making core memories with them too. And, you know, we, my husband and I take separate trips too. And we have some trips planned outside of spending time with them too. But I wanted them to be a part of it too. And it's something that I enjoy. I enjoy making memories with them. I enjoy doing things with them. And it was something that I, that that's important to me. So, um, Oh, no child. Like, Cause I, I'd be looking at that. Like, um, me and Curlin are hella, hella intentional about mm -hmm. our time together, like hella intentional. And so when there are things that like my, like special occasion things, cause I think we got a trip coming up. We're actually about to plan another trip cause we uh, skipped out on Mexico. But when it comes down to he and I, 
And like we have things that we do with the kids, of course, and we're intentional about that. But when it comes down to like certain types of trips, like, oh, yeah, the, uh, my daughter's going to be with her mom. My son's going to be with his dad. Let's do this like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and Curly go whenever we go somewhere. We have a great time. And it's just all, it's everything. And so I'm like hella intentional about that. But I would say that I don't take, I would say he and I probably take more trips together than we take the kids, but we do take the kids, but we, it's like, I don't know. We still extra honeymoon. For me, I would say it's probably, I don't know. I would say it's probably about 50-50 or close to it. But um, I like to every summer take a trip with my kids. Like two, you know, I, I take, we'll hmm. probably take like maybe three trips during the summer. And I always like to take a trip with my kids. And so this was kind of like killing two birds with one stone. So that was kind of how it played out. But like, I, of course, we do getaways as well, too. But I actually enjoy spending time with my kids. Like my kids are of age. I enjoy making memories with them. I know some people who like my my friend who questioned me about it. She don't really get along with her daughter like that. So she wouldn't even plan a trip with her daughter. I enjoy spending time with my daughters like they we have we have a very tight knit relationship like we enjoy spending time together for mother's day i literally had a spa night where we did facials and we you know laughed we did trivia we did you know fun games we did things like together because i like to spend time with my kids i enjoy their company they're i i I like my kids so you know, it's one of those, like, I I like to spend time with them. If, if it's my choice on what I want to do on my birthday, you know, it might be sometimes where I'm like, at this, you know, birthday, you know, I'm just spending, and it has been um, actually in our relationship where it's been like this birthday, I'm just spending time, you know, with my husband. But it's like, if, you know, this was my choice on what I want to do for my birthday, and it included them because I like, I like, I like my daughters. And I want to That's sweet. That's really sweet. Um. I don't know. I think uh, maybe if Curlin and I get a little bit older, the dynamics may shift, but... And y'all kids are like, first of all, I was very young when I had my kids. They're like of, of age, you know, too. Yeah. So it's not, it's a there's, it's quite different with bringing, you know, like little children versus bringing, you know, young adult children too. Yeah, because it's not like we can escape our little kids and go do our thing and then come back or whatever but it's like no we got little kids and so um they may get like uh two trips out the year we getting like three or four to ours you know what i'm like and i absolutely love that y'all prioritize alone time and stuff like that i think that that's absolutely wonderful and the other thing is too why that would be so important with y'all we live alone (laughs) We live alone. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It so, is every yeah. day. Can I have, <laughs> can I go? I don't like this. I don't like that. Oh, mm-hmm. God damn. Okay. Okay. You going to your daddy's house. <laughs> but anyway. No, nah, it's not uh, that wait, bad. did you have anything else on this? I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation. No, girl. Okay. Uh, 
That was all I was wanted to talk about in regards to that. But girl, um, have you heard about Gabby Union saying okay, that she okay, put little... yeah, girl, pull it up, child. Pull it mm -hmm. up, child. Child, yes, I heard about Gabby, Gabby too shabby. Um, yes, talking about the little 50-50 conversation with her millionaire, multi-millionaire, um, former NBA playing NBA star husband, um, D-Way. Yeah. So what 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 would you like to share regarding it? Um it was so funny. I saw a post of her saying something about my husband. I'm over here with my husband. I'm over here with my husband. Um, and I think that was a shot at the women who talk about, single women who talk about they would never pay 50-50 on the bills. They would never do dot, 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 dot. Um, and I always tell people, nobody's going to be honest with you about what's truly going on within their relationships. Cause first of all, it's not your business. Mm -hmm. The fact that Gabby will get out here. Um, I think it's deplorable what they doing with their kids. I, I, I just find it to be deplorable, but that's just me in that regard. But as far as their relationship dynamic and who wears the pants and da, 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 they've been married for a while. And however they're making it work, they're making it work. And so when she came out and she was like, she pays 50, 50 on the bills. And I'm like, that's a lot of fucking women. A lot of women are around here paying 50, 50 on the bills. If not paying all the goddamn bills and just doing what they have to do to make it and survive. Um, your relationship business is your relationship business. I can't tell you what's going, what's, what's, per, uh, good in my household is going to necessarily work in your household because your relationship dynamic may not be the same as mine. And I think when we talk about people's relationship dynamics, no, certain things I think, you know, can be over the top and yada, yada, yada. But um, her paying 50, 50 on the bills, that's their business. And if that works for Gabby, should nobody else have a goddamn thing to say about it in that regard? Then two, most of us want to live in a good old suburban neighborhood, drive a nice little luxury car, um, take a couple trips throughout the year. That shit costs. We want our kids to be in a, a good school district. Um, we want to be able to obtain properties or business somewhere down the line. All of that shit costs. Um, the average salary of an American family isn't that high. I want to say, I think it's about 60 to $70,000 for the average American family. And I really need to look that up. Um, but oh, that's for two people. Okay. Yeah. So median income. Let's look it up in Georgia. Median family income child. Cause Georgia said, <laughs> Okay, the median um income for family households, average household income, maybe a hundred thousand dollars, right? And those but, numbers are skewed because you know that first of all, we're outnumbered by white people. Like for black yeah. people, it's probably about sixty, like you said. It's it's yeah. like drastically, significantly lower. So I'm sitting there and I'm saying, okay, so if everybody's making about a hundred thousand dollars. Um, 
most people have to work. I don't know many stay-at-home wives. I don't know many. I, I really don't know many. Uh, but what people tell you as far as what they pay or what they ain't going to do and how they ain't going to do this. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of single chicks. Talk, oh, uh, 50. Oh, I wouldn't. Uh, I couldn't. Now, I'm not even sitting here saying and recommending that you do do whatever's going to be best for you in your your household situation. But um, I don't know. Um, then if her and D Wade. Uh, Gabe said 50-50 for millionaires is negligible. Context is important. What? I look at it like this. So D. Wade uh, definitely probably brings in more money than Gab. But if Gab decided that she wants to pay 50-50 so she can have half of the say of what goes on and half on like the major decisions as opposed mm -hmm. to if the man is paying the majority of the bills then the man's word is probably the final say in most households um in 50 50 households i think the woman and the men get equal say in a lot of things mm. i don't know but i i um, feel like that's their relationship dynamic i Go did ahead. look up the median household income for blacks is 46 4. Oh. so and mm. it doesn't say family income it says household income because you know yeah most black women aren't married but um or most black people aren't married but aside from that gabby getting drugged all throughout these social media streets by the black women's by the black <laughs> women delegation i seen child said, uh, gabby should not be paying 50 percent of d of the bills when d wade has an outside baby that he pays six hundred thousand dollars a year in child support for Gabby had fertility issues and, and all the things that she's been through with this man. She her net worth is 40 million. His is 175 million. And she's charged with paying half the bills. How dare he? She's been with him through, you know, this rocky road, going through all these issues with Savon Wade and, you know, her taking them up through there and the nerve of this dude to have her pay half the bills. The black women delegation is not feeling it. They said, uh-uh, get somebody else to do it. So they are not feeling it. They said that, you know, Gabby is a fool and they would not have it. But I feel like this goes to show too. And a lot of times we get comments from the likes of Kit Cloud that say, why are we talking about celebrities and yada, 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 because they, they go through the same thing that we go through. Celebrities are paying 50-50 on bills. Celebrities have custody issues. Celebrities are going through divorces okay. and they have entanglement issues outside babies and everything else. So that's why we will use celebrity, uh, you know, conversations about celebrities because they're situations that everybody can relate to and everybody can pull from. And mm -hmm. it's like, you know, a couple that everybody knows and, you know, everybody already knows the, the ins and outs of the situation or at least yeah. uh, on a base level. But anyways, I say all that to say, um, I found it interesting that D Wade is a high value man and Gabby landed a high value man that's 10 years younger than her, close to eight years younger than her. And she's still paying half the bills. And then we had Ebony K. Williams saying she wouldn't settle for a man that makes that is a bus driver or you know 
a laborer or anything like that, but you never know, like you could get with a man that is a high value man and you may still have to, um, you know, uh, foot, foot the bill or, you know, still pay what you weigh, if you will, but you may have a UPS driver who's willing to pay, you know, who's willing to pay, spend his whole check to ensure that his wife or his partner is taken care of and doesn't really want you to have to lift a finger. I think that it's all about what works for two people and all about, yep. you know, the character of the man. But also we can't forget about the fact that D-Wade with Savan, she tried to take him to the cleaners and maybe he's like, I kind of want a woman who's going to be willing to, you know, also contribute to the household. So who knows why they settled on, you know, the dynamic of both of them contributing to the bills. It could have been um, Gabby saying, I'm an alpha woman. I make my own money and I want to contribute. Who knows? You know what else too, though? Uh, Gabby does like to have a lot of decision making in her relationships. Yeah. And she does give me alpha uh, woman vibes. You know, like she gives me those vibes, but I don't know. I was like, mind your business. Then um, it's amazing how I think that our views of relationships are so hella distorted. Um, you see two chicks living a quote unquote soft life mm -hmm. and everybody thinks they supposed to be that girl. Well, you can't tell me I can't have that because I'm like this and you like this and you got it. Then I should be able to have it too. And I don't care what I look like. I don't care how, what, how, what my attitude is like. I should, I deserve these things and I deserve to be treated like a queen. And so I should be living a soft life. And I think it's a distort, it's distorted because most women aren't living like that. Most of us aren't. Um, so yeah, yeah child. Yeah. Also most. too, coming in mm -hmm. as a cougar, she probably was like, let me show this young dude, you know, most cougars are, you know, going to be footing some of the bill, if not all of it. Let me ask you cougar. this, child. I we ain't never broached it. Have you ever been a cougar before? Mm. No, I don't like um dudes younger than me. Mm -mm. Um, like you know, I've dated guys in my age range. I really yeah. had never dated anyone older than me to like significantly older than me till I dated my husband, but I don't like younger guys, they're too immature. Okay. Shout out to Mr. Curlin. Hey, babe. Um, he says, my gut says Gabby wants it that way because she doesn't feel because she doesn't like to be told a lot. So she brought her way in. I, I actually agree with that, babe. I That sounds about right. Um, Gabby wants to run it, honey. And you know what they won't do for Hollywood, honey. What they won't do for Hollywood. So, yeah. Um. Kev says, what is an alpha female? Is that just another way of saying bitch? Um, alpha females tend, so the queen bee, the queen bee of a pack um, would be considered an alpha female to other females. I'm not saying that an, uh, an alpha woman can be more alpha than a alpha man or compare the two. But out there's such thing as an alpha female amongst females. Uh, and Ebony referred to herself as an alpha female. I always say an alpha female is a woman who carries a lot of masculine energy. 
Um, it's a woman hmm. who um, I would say has a lot of masculine traits. As she, you know, oftentimes she's considered assertive. She's a leader. She uh, is dominant. Um, you know, she is. She would have a lot of traits that would be traditionally seen as masculine. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's interesting too. Would you like what kind of female would you consider yourself? Um, I would not consider myself alpha at all. You would consider me alpha to have alpha traits. Um, I consider myself to be, um, that's, that's funny. Um, the, uh, the interesting thing is like, uh, until, yeah, um, I would. The, the interesting thing is I can say this. Um, I consider myself to be a, um, I consider myself to have control issues. So that's probably where that comes from because I have like some perfectionist tendencies. Like I want my product to have, you know, if something has my name on it, like I was always the person who, if I was given a project at school, I would stay up late working on it. Like I absolutely hated group projects because I didn't like to work with other people because I felt like their work product would not be the same as my work product. So that always kind of like gave me a bit of anxiety. And I always took a lead role when I did have a group project because of that. Um, so that's probably what you see in me. But like traditionally, me as a child and up until my mid thirties, I was like a people pleaser. So that's kind of interesting, but I know what you're seeing in me and I do have some controlling tendencies, but like being assertive and stuff like that, that's not my natural disposition, but the closer I got to 40, the more comfortable I got with saying, hey, I don't like this. And the more comfortable I got with even speaking up, um, you know, and so you know that there's that but like like assertive uh, like like do i consider myself assertive and um dominant absolutely not like at all mm -mm. I, those are not traits that i would like even attribute to myself and like anybody who knows me would not say like i'm dominant mm. what about you sound like a sigma female more so yeah so uh the the definition of a sigma female is loyal assertive and independent uh she doesn't follow trends or care what other people think about her sigma sigma females are charismatic but can also be introverted and keep to themselves they have very high standards for friendships and relationships that's probably more like me. The only thing I, I, I've never considered myself to be charismatic. I don't think I'm that charming, but like everything else, I think fits me pretty good. I mean, I don't know if other people would say I, I don't think I'm charming, but everything else fits me pretty um, well. You know what's funny? Mm -hmm. I would actually uh, consider myself a beta female. I would have considered you an alpha. You would have. More um, alpha more not necessarily an alpha but like more like i can sit like i see you assert yourself and like you know why because and maybe it's because when somebody come at you you have no problem pouncing like uh-uh we ain't about to have that but it is when somebody comes at you so there's that i think um with me i generally tend to pick women with strong personalities as friends mm -hmm. and 
I I have to like most of my friends are bitches. And not it's bitch in every sense of the word. Like I love y'all, but y'all really be like bitchy. That's funny. And so how I pick my friends, I have to pick my friends to be like, I don't necessarily have to be queen B of a situation. Like I don't really have to be queen B, but I need to be associated with queen bees um, because they'll get shit done that I may not be able to get done. And they kind of give me courage and shit to get, to be more assertive where I need to be more assertive. If that makes yeah. sense. So I would say that I'm more of a beta female. Like I don't have to be in charge, but I have, I have a, a lot of the things that an alpha female would have, but I don't necessarily have to be in the forefront of the things that the alpha female would go for. And the things that, because to me, alpha females tend to be hard charging. They're very goal oriented. Yeah. Um, I'm a go getter. Like I am a go getter when it comes to my yeah. Goals. Like I'll yeah. knock them down. Like I like when I focus on a goal, like I can get ish done. But I like I hate being the center of attention. Like all of my friends, okay. all of my like I have so many Aquarian friends who love being the center of attention, and I'm okay with them having the spotlight. Like all of my friends are like I'm talking about all the attention, and I'm okay with that. But I don't like being the center of attention. Even on my wedding day, I was like, "Stop!" Like they were doing too much because I was. It's like, embarrassing oh. to a certain yeah, like degree. I, like, what the like, fuck? I was like, I started to become more introverted, and it started to make me blush because, like, they were oh, because they, I have so many friends that like being the center of attention, so they didn't. It kind of, um, it kind of made me it kind of zapped my energy like because i was around so many people that like to be the center of attention and they were pulling me in so many different directions i needed a couple days to kind of recharge but um i, I i've never in my life been described as a b and like what you just said even though it, like, it was like you like it was a little flattering at the same time and it was no like, <laughs> Like, I don't need you to cry. Like, if, I, if I'm if i sitting there and I'm talking shit to you, I don't need you to cry at every turn because yeah. I didn't say something you don't like. And I need you to be able to take these little um, pops that I'm going to give your ass because I'm going to try to make you, I'm going to try to improve your life and improve yeah. you in ways that I know how. But I, you know, I think, and I think those relationships are very recipro reciprocal, but my friends can't be sensitive like oh you called me a bitch i'll never right. talk to you again no i'd be like bitch bitch <laughs> and yeah. um like i said i have to be able to deal with stronger women because i'm i'm not i'm not gonna say, yeah I'm, I, I think um mentally mentally and and spiritually i'm a strong woman so yeah, I, I need people. A woman too. Like, yeah, I and, and so I need strong women that aren't gonna be a like. If I tell you something, you ain't gonna talk to me for a week behind. And then it'd be like yeah. I'll say something, and then I'm not a type of person that, like, if it come up, it come out. So if I tell you something, and I say some bullshit to you. I didn't got it out. I ain't thinking about that shit like an hour later, mm -hmm. unless it's like some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I ain't thinking about. It, but I'll deal like. I've had sensitive chicks as friends and usually our friendships don't last because I'll say something and then they'll go do, do some passive aggressive shit. Then that make me want to slap shit out of you. 
Because it could have been like, bitch, just say what you got to say. Because, See, but, but my, my problem is I don't always speak on stuff because I'm used to being a people pleaser. And like, even when I do speak on something, I feel a little bad. So you may say something to me and I've been holding something in that I wanted to say. <laughs> and I take that as my opportunity to be like, hold on, because I've been holding in what I really wanted to say. And now you jumping down my throat about something that I see is trivial. So then I'll take that opportunity to bring up what I've been holding in because I don't oftentimes, but you know what I have started doing with you? Yeah. Like, I'll bring it up because I know that if you have an issue, you'll bring it up. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to bring it up. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's your best bet. Cause yeah. girl, you will fuck around and keep getting offended by the same goddamn thing that I'm doing. Yeah. And I don't want you to go through that if you don't have to go through that. So I believe like, just be upfront, say what you mean, mean what you say. And if I do something that's offensive to somebody and you're not communicating that, I'm guaranteed to do it again. Cause it's oh, my name, yeah. like baby, I'll For sure. out of you and be For like, la 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 la. Oh, she got a fucking <laughs> attitude today. What the fuck wrong with her? La 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 la. And I'll just shut down like this bitch. So, yeah, yeah, but, child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but but yeah. anyways, um, yeah, so, uh, oh, Gabby, um, Miss 5050, and yeah, I, I guess to each their own, like Danny said. I do believe people need to mind their business, but I also think people need to stop putting people in their business. Keep your business to yourself. Wait a minute. Now, child, you always running out, true. Sister George is a rude friend. The sisterhood does it to women. <laughs> I'm not a rude friend. I'm actually quite a good friend. I'm just uh like if I if I if it comes up, it comes out. You just can't be no pussy with me. Just direct, no. kind of like, yeah, if I yeah. And because like holding it in doesn't help because you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's very like, you know, like and then when you hold it in, like holding it in, you're gonna explode at some point. <laughs> and that builds up resentment. And so You'll be holding on to stuff and a person isn't aware of anything. Like if I'm not aware of something, girl, I, I'm going to call you. We're going to talk just like everything is normal. And you sitting there fuming on the inside. And I'm like, oh, she sounded a little off today. The crazy thing is I can read energy. I read energy like shit. Mm -hmm. So I'll be like, damn, that's, that's odd. She acting a little weird today, but anyway, yeah. child, la, 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 la. And I go on about my business. I don't think about this shit. <laughs> Facts. Well, oh, I am your fuckery friend. If you are looking wait, to get in some mean? fuckery, oh. child, call me. I oh, am man. down for some fuckery and some fun. I'm a fun friend. Like, I think I'm fun. Um, I, can see that. I didn't admit to being I rude. I admit been... to being a certain I've always been the counselor friend, like always been the counselor friend. And because of that, like my friends will be like, I'm not open, but it's because I've always been the one to, to that they seek counsel from. Like, because I, I have a very good, like uh, I'm good at being objective and like, I can tell my friends like, um, no nah, friend, like you wrong. Like, you know, you didn't listen to his side or are you, you know, you gotta be understanding of where he's coming from. Like my friends have always leaned on me. Like some of my friends, it got to the point that it was like kind of a little bit too much because like they would be constantly going through some things and they really needed a therapist. <laughs> but um, I've always been the counselor friend, always. My, like for as long as I can remember, I've been the counselor friend. 
I will say now I am turning into everybody's freaking counselor, which is hilarious. Um, I was uh, went on a, a trip and I was sitting next to this white man on a plane. Child, that white man told me all his business. When I say like all his bit, child, I was sitting there. Well, you need to do this. What you think about that? You you let her talk to you like? Oh my goodness! Oh, honey. Um, See, strangers I, don't feel that comfortable with me, but my baby, friends do. I've never counseled strangers, but my friends are always like, okay, and, you know, everybody, like my sister, my, my, let me tell you something, my oldest siblings be like, I got to call you because I know you're the one that's level-headed. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, what happened? Calm down. And then I'll give them advice. When they calling me rude, I'm not rude. God damn it! They took the eyes. I remember you was rude on the panel one day. The oh, niggas was God, rude. They, they, they doing the throwback. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, I do have something else that I want to talk about real briefly because we gotta get off into this topic. I'm excited Girl. about this topic, child. Oh, okay. Real quick, let me bring up something. Ooh. May uh real. uh, princess, I'm gonna get out of it in just a second, child. It's just the shape is so fucking weird. Okay, so we got to talk about Ja. We got to talk about Ja. We got to talk about NBA dumb boy. We got to talk about we got to talk about Ja Morant. Listen. We got to talk about the ghetto superstar. We, we we can't Memphis Memphis greatest like we we have to talk about him. So um, another incident happened in where he was suspended indefinitely. Um, He had a friend, the same friend that was suspended, or no, that was thrown out of a basketball game. I believe he was trying to fight a, a player from an opposing team, and he was thrown out, and I think he was banned from a basketball arena, Um, same troubled friend. Um, displayed a weapon in uh, his in a, in a live with him, resulting in him being suspended indefinitely. And this comes on the heels of an incident where he had displayed a weapon in a strip club on an away get on a road game and was suspended for eight games and you know, um, cost himself $40 million and all the things and went to a treatment center and, you know, had a heartfelt conversation with the NBA commissioner and supposedly learned his lesson. And that seems to not have been the case because here we are. And this seems very much akin to, um, What's the Hispanic guy's name who um, went to the bing for um, all those um, murders? What's his name? Hernandez. Uh, I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Very much a cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just can't wrap my head around it. And I wanted to talk about this because Clearly, there's some screws loose, but I'm like, this seems to be a problem, like, stemming from his upbringing, because I saw where Skip Bayless was laying out the incidents that he's been involved in since his, since he entered the league, and he 
Um, his the very first incident that he was involved in when he entered the league was a situation where his mama, his mama was at finish line and got into it with somebody at finish line, called him up to finish line, and he came up to finish line with eight or nine dudes, got into an altercation with somebody at finish line, got into an altercation with a guard at finish line, I mean, outside the mall, police are called, and then a second incident where his mother called him again, and uh, at a a game that his sister was playing at, that somebody said something derogatory to his sister, and another altercation ensued, or another argument ensued, and his mother is also calling him to come to these incidents. And so it must be something in his upbringing that, you know, is, um, that warrants him acting and behaving like this. I just don't even know. Like, I can't even wrap my head around this level of stupidity. I, I really can't. I, I, I can't make sense of it. And for my brain, I want to. Like, I'm like, how? I want to make it make sense, but I can't. It makes a lot of sense, but to me, it makes a lot of sense as to why he is the way he is. Um, When you grow up in environments such as like a Memphis, Memphis is a really rough place to grow up in, especially if you're the son husband and you've actually made it out. But if you had a street life and you've had to sell drugs and you was carrying guns and you was actually out there shooting in the streets, a lot of times, um, a lot of, I think his masculinity is tied to the streets to a certain degree. And when you have people that you've grown up with or your parents have such a mentality, some people never escape that. He never escaped his mentality. That hood shit, he never escaped they it. They said he's from the suburbs. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, but I heard... Oh, I thought he was, he was from the suburbs. hood. I don't know. Now, his mama act like she is a hood rat from right. goddamn Martin Luther King Boulevard, honey. Like, she... Yeah, mm. I said that too, but people were comparing him and um, Glorilla, and they were saying, well, Glorilla is from the hood in Memphis, but he's from the suburbs. Uh, he don't act like it. They saying that he's trying to prove that he's hard and that he is, you know, down. But he's actually from the suburbs, allegedly. Well, that's even fucking worse. And then it's even worse that he's been given so many opportunities and to turn it into shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's terrible. Do you think that he deserves another chance, though? Fuck no. 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 It's a black man trying to make it out the hood. No. You know how many fucking. Danny, real quick, before you answer that, keep in mind congressmen, senators pose with weapons with their kids, they hold families because they pro gun, like literally, they pro NRA, pro, pro gun rights. So knowing that they work in a professional capacity and they pose with guns, should Ja be given another chance? Fuck. Fuck. No. 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 Um, I think a lot of problems. So when you've been the golden goose and everybody's giving you opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, how many times have we done heard about this motherfucker in the news on some stupid shit? No, 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 
the other thing is it shows a lack of discipline it shows a lack of following the rules there are rules for everybody to follow i don't care if you own your own business you're still gonna have to follow behind somebody's rules he's an idiot no give that opportunity to somebody that's gonna do what they gotta do um to secure the bag and, and do what they gotta do for their families he doesn't get that so let us ask it, 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 since he want to be in the street let him go and be in the street throw off no, all the gang signs you want and then we gonna hear from his ass about 15 years later i used to play in the nba uh -huh. i was an nba player i remember i used to play in the somebody uh ball <laughs> child please he Listen, trying no, to do i don't shit. think that he deserves another chance either I, I was just again playing devil's advocate i think that like he like i think that you know i think what he i think if he continues to play in the nba he could potentially be um funding some bad activities uh allegedly like he could potentially like i don't i don't think that it's a good idea i think that he's proven that he doesn't have the mental maturity you know, and the crazy thing is they, they go through like a week's long training regarding teaching them that they got to stay away from certain people, the danger, like what yeah. they're about to be up against, like financial, um, you know, that they need to get financial advisors, that they kind of have to steer clear of certain, you know, um, people and yada, yada, yada. This dude is a whole clown. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Straight yeah. up. Straight up clown. Yeah um so uh provider said he'll make a, a kwame brown channel child we don't need another one of those honey i was yeah. tired of mama's good clicking oh i'm tired of him oh i'm sorry yeah. i think i was tired of him after that first week no and then child kwame disgusted me mm. yeah i was all the way disgusted by him so i don't want to see mm -mm. And I ain't even gonna lie, after the first, like, in the first, when the first incident happened, I was like, okay, you know, maybe he deserves another chance. But, and then, like, we're, we're keeping in mind that he wasn't the one with the weapon. It was his friend. But he still well, doesn't deserve another oh. No. No. Mm-mm. Get, figure it out go back to the streets you want to hang out with street niggas and dope boys and shit go hang with them go on back there go on get your taste let them niggas rob your ass uh because you got too much money to be hanging around the hood and shit still go let the Me memphis niggas rob you get out the street it's stupid shout out to beretta nine um, fellas, we all need to do 50-50 with these 304s. Split dates too. Bring that strength and independence to the table. We're my six-figure sisters. Nigga. Who? Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, Tiger. You're taking shit too far now, buddy. <laughs> no, bitches be screaming for equality. I am not screaming for equality. I am screaming crying for you to treat me better than y'all treat y'all selves i want to be treated better than y'all i don't want to be treated 50 50. Whoever i think said they want yeah equality baby that that i don't i don't want equality exactly i want to be, be treated like a lady i need to be taken care of I don't that even, part i don't even change my light my own light bulb baby i don't take out trash i don't do none of that no yard work i, I ain't trying to break my fingernails i'm not 
Baby, y'all. Uh, I, I, I ain't never. I, when they was equality, hell no. I, I'm never gonna work you on nobody's game. Changing tires. You want to be out there hell underneath no. a car changing your own oil? Baby, they. Uh, I think you know who I think should be 50 50 women that are uh that are like butch i think they should be paying 50 50 no because they want their tires changed by a man too no 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 they want to get out there and get dirty and shit i think they should be the one i seen a tiktok where a girl said she asked her daddy to change her tire and he was like you trying to be a man what i look like she was like wait what wait a minute not the butch asking her Child, yeah <laughs> i'm still a girl daddy <laughs> like Maybe. i say it ain't nothing like seeing one of them with uh trying to go to the store during their monthly baby they be carrying them damn pads like footballs <laughs> i'd be fucking hollering sis got her tits oh. taped down <laughs> trying to hold them under her arm like we don't see that big ass box That's of pads crazy. like sis if you don't stop Order them on Amazon. Just order them. Mm-mm-mm. Child, it just—it was an emergency. She <laughs> carrying them shits like she, like she Listen. can pan About this topic though, red pill ah! is for losers. <laughs> Them white boys been tearing up the goddamn space. Ooh. I don't know what the hell Ooh. happened. I woke up one day. Andrew Tate was like red pills for losers. The other little white boy was like loser, loser, loser. They've been going in. And I was sitting there. Um, I have always maintained that I like a lot of red pill talking points. I would consider myself a bit red pill. I actually consider myself black pill. You Y'all gonna say that. Yeah, I would actually consider myself black pill, but most guys, and you're not black pill, you're purple. And I think that y'all are blue. If I'm purple, then y'all blue, but we ain't gonna get off into it. I'm I'm gonna be kinder and gentler. But um when I was listening to the talking points of um some of these guys, and we're gonna play a couple videos for um you guys too. Um, they made some really, really valid talking points and yeah, child, it was real interesting. Like I can't wait to get off in the, into these videos, baby. They about to, we about to break it down. Like, listen, hmm. and the thing is, I want to see though, being that these white boys coming at the red pill community so hard and with a vengeance, if black men are about to come 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 for their heads, because if we would have said <laughs> something like that, we could never, we couldn't, we wouldn't live to tell about it. Uh, they asked, "Was you would you consider yourself like? Are you prude pill?" That's what so said. Concrete does not prude pill, child. I was about to say I'm pink pill, but I can't use pink pill because they stole pink pill. But pink is cute, like it's girly, it's cute. I want to be pink pill just because it's cute. Um, I would I'm really consider myself pill. black pill, though. Like, I'm not um, pill. yeah, I would consider myself black pill. I am like conscious pill, whatever that color is. That's, that's the real black pill. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, you are RBG pill, honey. Yeah, um, red, black, and green pill. Give me that. 
Yeah, I am black pill. I just child. And I, my thought process is like so dark, especially like I just have a dark thought process about so much. I'm so glad you said it. Look, look, look. I listen. really do. What time, what's the time stamp and what's today's day? Somebody mark this down right now. No, right I now. really do. I just, I can't right help now. it. Right now, dark as hell. I, I it's not even like I tried to be. But I be looking at life and I be looking at people. She be, be like, like, ain't no way. Ain't no way. <laughs> I'll be like, dang, it can't possibly be. And I'll be like, well, they could, like, you know, there's, I'm always trying to find a way. And my husband, they get on my husband nerves too, though. He'd be like, no. no. You know, it's, it'd be fucked up because Curlin be having, like, Curlin has a really great disposition. Um, now the funny thing is we're, we can be very opposite. Like when it's like men versus woman issues, Curlin mm -hmm. always looking at the girl, like that's a net, that's a dirty bitch. And I'd be oh, like, okay. oh man, you know, the bitch might be, really? when it come down that's to them, fun. dude, I'd be, be like, like that. that is a dirty bitch. It's like I try to uh I'm try I try, I'm trying. I'm trying, child. I be trying to uh empathize and sympathize with other women and I realize like I'm just really on my own type of time. Like I really be on my own shit. And so you know, I like I like people though. So I'd be like, let me just you know, see what see see how the ladies feel and rationalize and try to rationalize the thought process and shit. And, you know, bring logic to it. That's what I try. I try to bring logic to it. Um, Curlin be like, hell no. Nah. I be like, well, you know. Blah, blah. Then when it comes down no, to I'm some dudes. Like like, when, when it, it comes down to dudes, women, though, I be like, man. Women today, he be like, these chicks. He be hard. Like, that's why I be telling them. Conscious men ain't going. It ain't what you think. But he be hard. But I, I'm still, I still be reeling like over the Tasha K stuff. I'm like, wait a minute. I see, like, I got, I was talking, like, involved in a discussion after that because people was posting about it. And I'm still like, wait a minute. She said a newfound respect for Tasha K. Like, top. No, you know what? And I, I've talked about this and somebody said, somebody, I ought to cuss your ass out on this stream, but I'm not. But you know who you are because I hope your ass is listening. But somebody came to me and was like, mm -hmm. Sister George, you sounded real fucking dumb when you said that shit about Tasha K. And, <laughs> yes, they're assholes. And these assholes know who I'm talking to. So I was sitting there and I was trying to rationalize it. And then uh, lead attorney was on Vlad TV and he was talking about the situation. I should have framed it. I respect Tasha K's game in that situation. Okay. Okay. I respect her game in that situation. Okay. Okay. I still don't think that Tasha K was not, but I respect the Tasha K's game. I and understand that. Yeah. And I, I was like, Tasha K played a hell of a game. The fact that Cardi B 
is out of a million dollars, and Tasha K was supposed to pay Tasha uh Cardi B's legal I get fees. What you're saying, in that aspect. That was the aspect that I was trying. I, I and I couldn't that convey that to shit. Spend money to try to recoup the money that she exactly. Okay. And I was like, imagine you going to sue somebody for four million, and you didn't went to court, and you didn't did all this, and basically all you have is a piece of paper that says somebody owes you four million dollars, but you're still spending money to collect that four million, mm-hmm. plus you're already a million in the hole. So yeah. to me, that was kind of funny to me because I was like, damn, that was pretty good. So, like, okay, girl, I got to okay. give you props on that because that was a good gameplay. But mm-hmm. people were so like, are you dumb? That's just that's dumb. That's the stupidest just shit. The way, okay. Child, okay. You they tore my ass up. <laughs> right, right, right. But I think she played an excellent game. That was an excellent game. Like, if you was going to play the game, play it then, child. And so I was like, I have a newfound respect for Tasha because that's some um hella long form thinking and planning and executing if i must say something so i thought that was good so that was it and i don't like it probably and it, it probably played out for her like that but i'm telling you like if they get the right judge because i've seen it literally where a judge literally can can award someone to they can award someone to come into your home. And even, even if she, you know, that even in a bankruptcy, she can file, um, she can file a motion in the court that will s- state that um, her, that her, uh, that will protect her um, judgment from um, being considered in the bankruptcy. Like literally she can o- omit her judgment from a bankruptcy. And like, if she gets the right judge, especially like this is where I think that she's shooting herself in the foot. She's talking too much about it. She's t- like, yeah. literally, and Cardi B was under the video that somebody um, clipped of Tasha on that live talking about it on the very video that I was arguing with somebody about they clipped Tasha talking about that and Cardi B was on the live saying not only did she come after me she came after my sister my mother my father she came after my husband like literally so the more she talks like if if, if a judge is sympathetic to Cardi and says okay she you know what I mean now she's bragging about the fact that she's making you spend money I'm good like literally like she needs to stop talking about it if anything that's game like stop telling the world what you're doing like that that's what i'm saying like really it's like it's just like the boot girls in atlanta like you literally have a good thing but stop publicizing <laughs> i've been watching the boot girls child um i'm looking at it like i felt like uh with tasha i think if tasha's talking about it then tasha can talk about it um tasha's not a dumb woman but um, the fact that she's talking about it and it ain't really nothing that Cardi can do. I think she's like, yeah, you came across the right one. What's good. And I think, uh, when it comes down to Cardi, I have no empathy, no sympathy for Cardi whatsoever. I think Cardi is straight trash. And I don't think she no more trash than Tasha personally. I don't have I actually any think Tasha's a better person. Either one of them. I don't have any allegiance to either one of them for me personally. But to be completely honest, Tasha don't Tasha don't know 
um the thing is i don't think that tasha has some ace in the hole because she's talking about it she talked about it and it got her a judgment for four million dollars so the fact that she running her mouth don't necessarily mean that she knows that she can get away with running her mouth she thought she could get away with running her mouth and a judgment was entered for four million dollars and she did that against the better the advisement of her husband and others in you know in her corner so that don't mean like her running her mouth to me doesn't mean that she has some ace in the hole that she knows she can talk about it. You don't know what a judge will do. Judges and juries are unpredictable. Oh no, child. I I, I was yeah. like, uh, but if Cardi is spending all this time and she coming out of straight money and coming out of money to collect money, um, yeah, child, that's funny to For me. So like it's principle like some people would be like you know what it's 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 principle you know but i i agree i wouldn't want to spend a dime to i wouldn't want to spend more money to get my money but if i could spend money if i at like if i if i for some people, it's like, it's it's the principle of the matter. I don't even care about it to that degree. And for a lot of people, that's what they're saying about Cardi taking it that far, like with her, because other bloggers have said disparaging things and untruthful things about Cardi too. Like for her to take it that far with Tasha, but her and Tasha was like, you know, really, you know, Tasha was like, like she, you would think that they had a personal beef. Like it was the things that was being the 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 things that was being said was like did you sleep with my man did you sleep with my husband child <laughs> it got it got deep it got real yeah. deep but yeah child um a shout out to beretta nine he says you changed two tires i'll change the other two you mow the front, I'll mow the back. We split all the bills, dates, vacations, and gifts. What the hell? Beretta, I would time you out, but you super chatting us, so I ain't gonna time you out, but oh, oh my goodness. Um, shout out to Dub Will. He said, forget <gasps> these pills. Where the liquor at? Child, oh, listen. Uh never mind. I ain't gonna tell y'all about my day. It was a day. Uh, shout out to Beretta9 again. He says, if you just four times, you better figure out a way to uh, help me achieve three more. If you what four times? If you... I don't know. If you just four times. Hmm. Oh. I don't know. Oh, no, child. I don't know. Uh, a shout out to DMAC, the trucker. He says, so Sister George is the same pill color as y'all's Lord and Master Lord and Master of the Manosphere, oh. Negro Dumbass, also known as BGS. <laughs> he ain't not a YouTube daddy for nothing. And y'all, I was trying to, I was going to cuss MOT out, but he was part of our interview because I was like, leave my YouTube daddy out this shit. I'm sick of this shit. MLT was wild. He always be trying to bully BGS and I'm sick of it. Mm -mm. I'm a pinch uh MLT ass. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm a pinch MLT ass because he ain't have to do BGS like that. And then the way he was talking about Poti Hassan. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He was MLT. MLT is a villain. 
Timothy. He is a villain. He is. I didn't know. I ain't know. I wasn't saying he's a villain. Girl, I was sitting there just clutching my pearls. I was like, <laughs> Tia Sign Johnson don't do nothing but have, wear his long dress and speak knowledge yeah. and try to be nice to people. And this is how people treat him. I ain't like it. I was like, that. That's 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 horrible. Yeah, yeah. you would that. enjoy it because y'all be hating on BGS because y'all <laughs> ass ain't got no goddamn knowledge. That's wrong. what it is. Y'all really are wrong. Come on now. Nah. Went after another black man. They just horrible fucking people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they said MLT is saving Gotham. Y'all misjudging. Oh. <laughs> He's saving Gotham. You know what? Yeah, let's get off into it because, yeah. Yeah, mm. child. Mm -hmm. I had some points to make about some things MLT said too that's in relation to um, the video. So okay. I'll, I'll do it. So which one you want to play first? Um, The longer one. The um, one from Abba and Preach. Okay. Let's play it. Oh, child, I'm always trying to share some of my personal shit, and y'all do not need to see do what me and Curly be doing. Oh, oh, uh oh. <laughs> Movie. Concrete. Huh? Ain't nobody said that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, RPA. Mm. Child, you just don't. Baby, I, when I say I cannot get right today, the struggle has been mad real. Okay, I'm gonna share my screen and then we doing Abba and Preach. Mm -hmm. Is that the one? No, that's you the one. Okay. Can you see it? I can. Okay. Now what I'm gonna do is do that and um let me play this ad real quick therapy and i use this room as my office but the desk is over let them play their ad child skip trial i do not need y'all's youtube damn what you call it i should have logged in on my own account where i have youtube premium because mm -hmm. it's the shit out of my nerves okay so we're getting ready to review Abba and Preach's video. And um yeah, kind of go on like with with you know what they're talking about. And so um yeah, this should be interesting to say the least. So said get a VPN. What makes you think he ain't got one? He got one, I ain't got one. <laughs> okay, but let's go. all the time for not controlling their sexual urges and being hoes all the time like she belongs to the streets all this stuff you tell guys that they're losers if they don't go to the gym they're losers if they play video games you're a loser if you smoke weed you're a loser if you watch sports you need to exercise discipline but when it comes to girls oh shit get a vasectomy because you can't control yourself because you're not capable of exercising discipline why do you have to be disciplined in every single aspect of life networking success all this stuff watching sports playing video games you need to be on your stuff but for women nut inside girls with after getting a transgender surgery <laughs> see we didn't we didn't we didn't quite lose sneako there honestly it looks like the red pill is imploding very quickly 
recently you saw Andrew Tate uh, or Tate calling red pillars autistic and be like, don't ever associate me with those losers. The men who are out here only trying to have sex with women and have no emotional connection, they're weirdos. A lot of this red pill, how to get girls stuff, a lot of them are like that as well. They're like the, the peak masculine uh, uh, life is just to have a bunch of women that you barely know. And that, yeah. that's stupid, that's ridiculous. And, that, and that's the supreme leader of the red pill. Um, and you're seeing a lot of people kind of abandoning ship. And so Sneeko saw something recently and it kind of caught his attention. Let's listen in. Said something yesterday on Twitter saying that men should get vasectomies in their 20s in the just 20s. to prevent this. If you don't know what he's talking about, he's talking about Rolo Tomasi. Uh, he is the grand wizard of the Red Pill community. Um, he's supposedly the creator. You know, uh, shout out to Sexy Red TV because you know that Rolo was around here using the N-word talking about he was going to choke a nigga out and oh. said it like uh, somebody was going to teach him how to choke a nigga out. And I'm sitting there like, no, no, dog, not, not you just saying it out loud. But he no. said this shit. Um, uh, shout out to John Joe Jordan. He says, I told y'all Sunday that M.O.T. was born a hoe and going to die a hoe. Why y'all surprised? M.O.T. is a big dude in church that smells bad if you sit behind him. Where would you at? Oh, Joe, Joe was over here trying. Lord have mercy. Joe, did you go talk to M.O.T.? Because M.O.T. told you to come over there and holler at him. I can't. I refuse. God damn. And Joe... I believe Joe Jordan is B. That's who I think it is. <laughs> you know what? Joe, I'm on to your ass. Joe. <laughs> That's you you probably right. <laughs> Baby, Joe be like, Joe be coming with the goddamn <laughs> probably right joe is gonna Dang. spray the goddamn house up joe gonna spray the car okay joe mm -hmm. damn okay 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 um but they call rollo tomasi the goddamn grand wizard of the red pill child y'all didn't oh. hear that boy let me just take it back just a smidge there Practice. we go if you don't know what he's talking about he's talking about rollo tomasi uh he is the grand wizard of the red pill community um, he's supposedly the creator. He's written books on it, basically some old geezer. So he said that people should get vasectomies if they want to be high value men very quickly when they're young, they should get vasectomies. Now, quick information on vasectomies, while they are quote unquote reversible, how reversible they are is based on the length of time that you've had your vasectomy. If you go past five years, the odds can drop anywhere from 90 to 30 to 40%. And even then, after you reverse it, being fertile, we don't know when it comes back. And so essentially, when doctors allow you to get a vasectomy, they're telling you this is not reversible. So you need to be certain that you don't want kids anymore. You should not think of it as a form of birth control that you can willy-nilly come in and out of. That's why a lot of doctors, if you're below the age of 25, will not even consider you for a vasectomy because they understand how life-changing it is. And though you may not want kids as a young man, they know you might change your mind. So quick little information about vasectomies there you go i think that it's important to to have family values and to and to prepare for eventual parenthood why what makes you high value other people's perception having a lot of money having a, a network like why does that matter 
why does being a high value man matter if you're not going to eventually start a family to be a high value man the top three steps avoid <laughs> family creation get a vasectomy and have a network it's just like the generic mail some improvement stuff but number like two of the top three get a vasectomy and avoid family creation do you agree when he says high value man he's talking from the perspective of being able to be a playboy playboy and get as many girls but why is that a priority over having a fan like wh why would that even be advice why, why would that be a male self-improvement advice well, be a playboy instead of raise a family well we we, we like we make fun of women all day for wanting to be girl boss queens and sleep around and have all this and then you tell guys be a playboy instead of raise a family that's the same advice on the other side what oh man let me see concrete what do you think about that um i was gonna say first off I, I, that's a that's an addendum to to the high value man um to the the um qualifications of a high value man or the you know i guess the standards that are applied to what it takes to be a high value man or um from what i understand however that aside um i think that he brought up a good point uh i think that he is highlighting the hypocrisy and we oftentimes talk about the hypocrisy in the space and this is a red pill space and when i say <laughs> there's a lot of hypocrisy in the space and I talk about the extremes he is doing justice in highlighting me both he's doing justice in highlighting both I think that when he talks about the fact that when you tell girls women that you know when you're when you're criticizing women for being whores for sleeping around for wasting their good years wasting their childbearing years you know their their 20s they're they're um, using as their whole phase their college years they're going and sleeping with a bunch of men as opposed to taking their um years in college to find a suitable mate but then you're promoting the um you're promoting that to men that that's problematic and i see it in this space with the pump and dump culture with um a lot of the, the 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 common catchphrases that are used within this space literally men are doing it every single day in this space and i find that to be extremely problematic the only thing that i can think of is that men are preaching that to younger men because well and criticizing young women for doing it because oh that would leave um younger women for older men so then though where does that leave younger men younger men are out sowing their oats and not focused on marrying not focused on starting families not focused on you know anything like that but that also makes younger women who do listen to this type of advice or who are focused on family and focused on marriage and things of that nature um their options would be you know older establishment okay okay what are your thoughts um i think they it's becoming um just as toxic as feminism it ha has already been and i think they're two sides of the same coin 
when it comes down to understanding female nature, I think there was definitely a lane for understanding female nature. But when it comes down to building families and shit like that, and you have so many that are anti-family, there are a lot of men here that are anti-family. There are men that are married that are straight anti-family or, um, yes, yeah, anti-family, anti-relationship. Um, a lot of men who have never really detailed their experiences with relationships and shit like that, telling you how fucked up relationships are, telling you what kind of bitches these is out here. Um, and then they've chosen certain types and, you know, honey, it's interesting. The fact that Rolo is married, the fact that you've had so many guys that have been married and in long-term relationships being anti these things it that's the shit that i find to be hypocritical but quite a few of the men though are partnered in the space quite a few of yeah. the number one men that are pushing this messaging that are telling men that young men that they shouldn't be focused on partnership that they shouldn't be focused on relationship the to pump and dump that not to take women serious that women ain't ish that yeah. they, that wasn't your case in your 20s you you were able to make your own decision about women to make mistakes to learn exactly from, learn for yourself and you're partnered and have been partnered for many many years and or married to a woman so make it make sense yep um shout out to joe jordan again thank you so much joe he says mot one of them big dudes that nut fast and apologizes and then goes to sleep okay some to exhale type ish um thank you so much for that joe um <laughs> joe how would you know you in his bedroom child this is ghetto yeah thank you joe okay um let, let me continue playing the child yeah i was just like yeah go on go on Go, go on. Low key. I did laugh a few times when I was watching this. Yeah, which I understand. Wait, why? Well, because it's, it's you and then it's Sneakle talking. So the only thing you hear is. Ka, 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 ka. So, yeah, see, you laugh. <laughs> What'd you say? That's no, that's what you laugh. You're laughing right now. So I know that's you. That's not, I'm laughing. That's your laughing. I'm gonna I'm gonna play with you guys. You're gonna play with us? Hey yo. The most joyous moments of my life were coming home and then seeing all my kids around and then getting to spend time with them. And that divorce, going through that whole process, that really stole from me like what I realized was my biggest joy. I spend time with my nieces now. I spend time with my mom taking her out to dinner, you know, showing her good stuff. And I realized like that's that's the stuff that matters for me. I've had, if I get new when it's not even, but when I spend time with my niece and I'm watching her like walk for the first time, or I'm seeing her say words, like that shit hits different. So you're giving up on your balls? Yeah, you're like, getting you know, tired, you're getting older. You're like, that's just like, I'm too tired to fuck. That sounds boring. I don't, I don't want to be, when I'm 32, I want to be fucking double the bitches I'm fucking now. I want to be having a bigger house, having like, I want to be down the Hugh Hefner shit. That's, that's what makes you excited. That's what keeps your balls going. Like you, you can't let go of that. You can't let go of your manhood at a certain age. You can give up on that. I'm like, oh, I like playing macaroni drawings with my kids. You're trying to say something. He was just clowning you, but that was a young him. You understand what I'm saying? That was him nine months ago. 
This just makes me laugh. That's, how like, what, how yeah. drastic the changes in rhetoric where it's like, now he sounds like a Ben Shapiro clone. But look, I'm not mad at it because what he's saying is true. So at the end of the day, is the change genuine? Whatever. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not going to yeah, get somebody's yeah. head. doesn't matter. People are encouraging people to be more community oriented and think more about things that are important in life. I support that kind of messaging. Well, we, 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 we make fun of women all day who so wanted to be girl boss queens and sleep around and have all this. And then you tell guys, be a playboy instead of raise a family. That's the same advice on the other side. Because here's the thing. When you're a playboy, you're going to be better at raising the family. Being a playboy makes you better at raising a family? No, you said the family, which... Ah, which family are we talking about? Because playboys tend to have multiple families. And I'm going to tell you, those kids don't look at that dad and think, wow, what a wonderful guy. I asked a lot of women or sons or men what it was like to have a dad who's a womanizer, who's out here sleeping around doing left to right center. They don't necessarily speak about those people in glowing colors. They don't be like, oh, he was really present in my life. He was really invested. Oh, yeah, the way he treated my mom and how happy she was, everything was fit. Yeah. It's fine to want to go do your hedonism and fuck left, right, and center, but don't pretend like it's actually helping families. And the reason but he's saying that, avoid family creation. Well, he's saying he's talking from the frame of being a guy getting a lot of girls. And then if you want, decide you want to get a family down the road, you can always unsnip and then go ahead and go to, down the family route. I agree to a degree that you need to have sex with at least 50 girls as a guy. I talk about that all the time. It's controversial. At this point in your, in your career, when yeah. you're on the way up, focus on things that are going to help you move forward and let them become successful. Yeah. And get so a surgery done that prevents you from having children. Yeah, but you can always reverse it. It's not like a lot of the times I should mess this up. It's, that's not something you could just like but hope that it's going to be okay. Generally, most men can't control their urges. So what's yeah. happening is going to go fuck around and get somebody pregnant. Becoming good fathers too. Just like we make fun of girls for prioritizing their careers and wanting to be girl bosses and wanting to build an empire. They're not prioritizing motherhood immediately and then we're saying men ignore family creation get a vasectomy so you can focus on getting rich and then you'll be 40 you'll have all these uh all these girls and girls and then start a family like how are we building men to become good fathers if they've been only prioritizing success if they have a dick surgery how do they have the character that's going to lead a proper family so you're saying because they dealt with a I bunch like of hoes first yeah, so, so they know what a good one on. is so you're what did you think about that um I, again, I mean, I, I agree with him. I think that, you know, telling men to, you know, get sterilized. So especially telling men, first of all, especially telling men to get sterilized because they don't have any discipline because they're going to want to go out and have sex and they don't trust themselves to be disciplined enough to protect themselves. So get sterilized so you can go out and have fun because you're not prioritizing family and you can go out and sleep with as many women as you want. I think that that's horrible advice to give to somebody. Why not be advising men to prioritize family? You're doing it all backwards. Like why not be um, advising men to prioritize um, you know, family and relationships and finding somebody, uh, finding a quality woman? Like but then- do you think Why is that, the messaging the same across the board? Well, I actually think the messaging is the same across the board as of now. We're telling women, F these niggas, get your bag, girl. Get your bag. Get on birth control. Don't have these niggas babies. Definitely don't participate in baby mama culture. We're saying that wives are slaves. Um, I'm talking about from the men. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think that it's a That's response. I think that it's in response into what's happened to our culture and society. But they're, like I said before, they're two sides of the same coin to me. Hold on. I dealt with a bunch of hoes first when I know what a good woman is. 
No, you know what a bunch of hoes is. I just wonder, all the guys out there who married women who weren't hoes or whatever the fuck it is, do you think they had to fuck a bunch of hoes to find out? Well, everybody who's in a relationship right now had to fuck some dirty bras to realize, like, oh, I now know what a decent person who's capable of being a wife is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had to fuck all these STD-ridden whores to find that out. I did. I had to go to the club and find the easiest, sloppiest, drunkest loser to be like, hey, I know I just got done busted inside you, but I think I realized you shouldn't be the mother of my kids. I think I'm ready. They gotta do that 49 more times, apparently. No, 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 so, no, but what's the priority then? No, it doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean that you need to have kids young, but it shouldn't be a void family creation in your head. That's an important thing to think about when you're young, too. How am I gonna be, how am I gonna have the character? How am I gonna have the maturity, the responsibility to become a good father when I am ready to do it? I'm telling guys, you should get rich as possible, too. But you should also be working on like building your character and looking at how I'm gonna raise my kids and how I'm gonna be a good father. If you're 40 and you have all these hoes and you have, you know, you have experience with hoes, is that gonna make you a better father? Probably not. You'll just know how to avoid a bad woman, but it's not that you don't need to fuck 100 women to realize what a hoe is. Why not just avoid it? Why not just understand that a lot of these women are unwifeable and then navigate around that instead and just not spend your time and invest your energy into women that you don't even respect or like no, in the first I was like, you just look at all the women on the podcast beside him, like, like these horse. Like, why would you constantly invite these soulless, most vapid, Instagram hungry horse? But I just say this Sneaker is preaching. No pun intended, and everything there is making sense. It's like you, know, you think you're going to be a player your that. whole life, and then all of a sudden you're capable of doing a committed relationship. Like, think about it if a woman or like a woman could never be given that defense. Oh, well, the reason that a woman has to be a whore and sleep around with a bunch of guys is she has to um, weed through the, the, the bad guys or she has to sleep with a bunch of bad guys to, to get experience or to know what a good guy is. Like, think about that. Like, how stupid does that sound? Like, that's not even a viable. That's not even a viable excuse. It, it, it just sounds stupid. You've heard people say that? What? So if you look at it from this aspect, like a lot of women have done exactly that. Um, and it's called having cleanup men. Everybody fucked who they wanted to fuck and had babies by who they wanted to have babies by. And then we end up with a thing called stepdad culture. And you have a lot of men that are like, no, you chose to have babies and give um, babies and shit to guys that really didn't have your best interest at heart. You was out fucking around with Pookie and Tyrone them. And then when Pookie uh -huh. and Tyrone them left your ass high and dry, now you want to come I over here. Slightly different. I know that women have slept with bad guys or men who are, are have not made good decisions in life and then wanted a cleanup guy. I'm talking about the excuse that a woman needs to sleep with a bunch of bad, a bunch of men in order, like a bunch of whores or a bunch of crappy men in order to determine what a good man is. Yes. I know the cleanup thing, and I think that, you know, I, I understand you making that comparison, but literally that he's creating a defense for why a man would need to sleep with a bunch of women. Like nobody, even, even though that's a, the case, nobody's going to say out their mouth that a woman needs to sleep with a bunch of piece of crap men in order to be able to determine what a good man is. Like nobody will give a woman that type of defense. Nobody will say out of their mouth that, that a woman needs to do that in order to determine what a good man is. But the it's, thing is, it's the, the, he's saying it, but women actually do it, if that makes sense. And that's where I'm, I'm 
kind of like women don't do it women have bad choices in men and fine and there's a clean up man women aren't sleeping with a thousand men and in, in order to in order to specifically in order to find out what a good man is like he's literally given the defense that a man needs to do this in order to figure out what a good woman is i understand the method of the cleanup man yes a woman has slept with somebody that is a bad boy or a bad guy or a, 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 a shitty father or a shitty man and, um, and she now decides that she wants somebody that is a good man to come in and pick up the pieces or, or, or clean up after her. And, and I understand that and I'm not making the argument that that does not happen. I'm talking about even if it does, nobody will give a woman that much or give women that much of a defense to say that a woman needs to go through that process in order for her to understand what a good man is you need nobody you all these bad dicks because it won't be accepted you you need to go through all these bad dicks so you can figure out what some good it sounds crazy to me like it it doesn't i i i i i I hear you i i totally get where you're coming from i just think that um certain aspects of this shit we have done but the fact that we don't say it out loud kind of gives us plausible deniability because we don't necessarily say these things out loud but I've seen women go after a guy that wasn't gonna never be shit. He wasn't gonna come up with no plan, but a woman will follow their sexual urges too. As I, well. I, and I'm not both people, both parties do. I've seen men sleep with women that was crappy and then settle down with a woman that was a good woman. So I think that both parties do, and I'm not arguing that it does not happen. Right, you're side. just saying that do. people don't say like women wouldn't be allowed to say that and call right. it a day that's what you're exactly. saying i got yeah. you um like, publicly out. say that and be given that defense because it sounds crazy it just like coming i mean i feel like it sounds wild to me just for him to verbalize that i don't know maybe it just sounds wild to me okay shout out to may uh she says red pill revolution men younger than 40 don't listen to old men giving advice to you child um it's like don't nobody know a lot of shit though uh shout out to beretta nine he says sounds like you want equality concrete quit trying shaking my head quit trying to be like a (laughs) shout out to joe jordan he said um what did charming bear charming bear mot say about dr tia's son ladies i'm gonna roast him some more honey you're gonna have to go back and check the replay a lot yes It was a lot. It definitely was. But um, let's get back to the video. Yeah, let's listen. Trust me, most of the players I know who did that for a long time struggled tremendously trying to settle down. Tremendously trying to settle down. And so all of us looking like you got the skills for long-term relationships and you can figure it all out is going to be easy because you've been fucking this whole time. Like, mm-mm. For just $67, you can make as many videos as you want and you never need to pick up a camera what you do to be able to get women to sleep with you is not the same thing as what you do in order to get a woman to stay with you through a long-term relationship. Those things are completely different. Two different things. You're talking about different, but you'll notice that when these guys talk about maintaining a relationship, all of their language is geared on how to get a woman to give you sex. And oftentimes, and oftentimes what makes you going to get a girl in the clubs and stuff like that, like the way these guys want to get girls, it's actually not attributes that people are looking for to form a family. That's not what they're looking for. That's not what 
what's attractive in a family setting. They, they don't care about that. No. So none of these attributes are going to be like, yeah, he's able to get a lot of girls. That's not what they want to get with. This video is brought to you by Surfshark. No matter where I'm at, all right, whether it's uh, in my house or in my Airbnb when I'm away or in Antarctica mm -hmm. or, or, or even yeah. when I'm taking a shit, I need that, you know, sneak up. Crazy. Get on it. So this was a tweet, right? It goes, um, and this was from what, a week ago? A week ago. A week ago. A week ago. Uh, so the quickest path the quickest path to becoming a high value man number one don't get married avoid family creation vasectomy in your 20s life uh, lift consistently eliminate all sedations learn game and networking play to your strengths build wealth resist easing up on your focus and, the, and it's uh the quickest path to becoming a high value man okay what do y'all think about the quickest path to becoming a high value man do you guys agree with rollo tomasi's list and I know your uh, bigger content creators haven't told you guys what, what opinions to go with. So this is going to be real interesting. But I want to know, um, do y'all agree with Ramos? <laughs> and um, so I... Don't get married. Avoid family mm -hmm. creation. Vasectomy in your 20s. Live consistently. Uh, eliminate all... I can barely see that. Eliminate all sedations. Learn game and networking play to your strengths, build wealth, and resist easing up on your focus. What do y'all think about that? Some of those I think are, are really good. Um, I think that some of those are good suggestions. Uh, you know, essentially, like the advice on being focused and on elevating yourself, I don't see anything wrong with that. I, I, I guess for me, it's just the hypocrisy in telling young men of that age to avoid focus, like to to literally steer clear of anything that has to do with you know family planning, settling down. But to tell women the exact opposite is just wild to me because it is very self-serving for men of his, in his age range to do that. It's self-serving. What you I mean, eliminate specifically because he has a wife, but for men in his cohort, for the men in his age range, it would be very self-serving. What would you eliminate from this list? I would certainly eliminate the vasectomy. The I would like I would eliminate the vasectomy, but I would still replace it with um, you know something regarding um, you know advising men to 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 protect themselves at all costs you know until you're um you know married like i do still think that advising men to strongly protect themselves until they're in a you know committed relationship and um married or in some sort of lifelong commitment with somebody is good advice but i do think that there are risks with vasectomy and um that's just not something that I would advise, and it's just for my own personal choice. I would I would not advise a young man to get a vasectomy um, because what if you are in that minority percentage where it's not reversible? Um, and then I would take off the avoid um, family creation and the do not get married. Um, what what's what, what what's wrong with building together? What's wrong with building together? And the thing is, we hear, you know what the thing is? Women are often critiqued in their 20s for not wanting to build with a man. Ebony was critiqued for, the, you know, for the same thing. 
like women are critiqued for not wanting to build with somebody. Literally, they say that women want somebody with six figures and the problem is that they're not willing to build with somebody. But you're telling this these men that until they've made it, they shouldn't even consider having a family. Family shouldn't even be on the table. Marriage shouldn't be on the table. Take a uh, look back off that list. Yeah. Um, I think the do not get married, your marriage, your marriage doesn't necessarily have to be stake sanctioned. So I would take the do not get married off the list because I do think that men desire um relationships and companionship. I do think that men desire that. Um, avoid family creation. I think that's the biggest part of the problem is you have a lot of men who end up depending on this, this content of the red pill, because this is their sense of family, but most people want to be a part of something and would love to have a family. So if you're telling men to avoid family creation, um, I think what it does is you're going to make men tougher and harder, like really, really tougher and harder toward women, but you're making them tougher and harder toward mm -hmm. women while simultaneously um, telling women to get their shit together so they can get married. And it's, it's not adding up. So I would say I would eliminate that. And then a vasectomy in your twenties. Um, the vasectomy in your twenties is, um, a horrible thing to tell men, especially when it comes down to medical situations, um, because diets, uh, the environment is so many things that have changed, um, about the way, like who we are as people and, and health wise, a lot of things have changed. So I would never tell a person to get a vasectomy in their twenties because you don't know how that shit's going to go or if they're able to reverse. And then you'll hear a lot of people be like, Oh, I don't want kids. I don't want kids. Then they end up in their thirties. Like, damn, I wish I had had kids or I, I want kids now. So I wouldn't tell a man to get a vasectomy. Mm -hmm. And then I think the other thing that I would eliminate is eliminate all sedations. So if you're talking about alcohol, no. Um, so you're, you're, you're not going to drink. You're not going to smoke. Um, you're not going to play too many video games. You're not going to drink coffee. Um, no sodas, anything that would be a, a considered a sedation. There's a, a frivolous sex, um, would also be a part of a sedation. Most men aren't going to give that up. Most men aren't going to give that up. And then they're trying to tell men to do things that they didn't even do to get here, uh, to consider themselves high value men. They didn't even follow this. Now, I think it's a quick way, but you're probably going to be a miserable prick um, within these guidelines. In my personal opinion, mm -hmm. so I, I, now I, I'm not opposed to the um, avoid sedations because I think that that could I, I I love a disciplined man, and I think that that could build one's discipline. So I wouldn't I'm not opposed to the avoid sedations. I think that you know um, a young man trying or giving it an earnest try to avoid sedations is not a bad thing. So I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, um, let me ask you a I question. Well, 
I would like if 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 he was not able to, I would not think that it, you know it wouldn't be life altering if he was not able to either. Um, what's the question? Do you think that a lot of guys avoided sedations within this space? No, no, no. I don't think I, I agree with your point about that. Most of the men didn't. Most of, not only did the men in this space not avoid sedations. Most of the men who became high value men they didn't i don't think that they followed this list to get there so no i didn't i don't but i think that um it does help you to focus i think that even if you know like men who play sports a lot of times like during their season or when they're like um when there's um you know just before a game like uh coaches will uh, advise them of the same type of thing so um i don't think that there's anything wrong with trying to minimize really trying to minimize sedations and so i wouldn't be opposed to a young man trying to you know commit to that um i don't see anything wrong with it um okay. personally okay but i do think really quickly that you brought up a very good point that like i don't want to gloss over you when you said that um this literally like the fact that um you we're altering men's attitudes towards women like literally men by the time they get of marrying age and they're ready to like the the, the they they become successful they ain't even gonna like women they they, they nope. not only will they like not like women they see women as um as as, as um objects they see women as tools that are useful for one thing they, that that mindset is not going to automatically shift and now i'm supposed to see you as um you know and not only that i see all women the same way so now i'm supposed to now magically view women as as holy as i'm supposed to view women as worthy of marrying i don't trust women by this point i i think all of y'all are slores i think all of y'all are, yep. are dirty and underhanded and that like you're literally changing the way that they view women and this is not a good thing you cannot um you know preach the messaging that you're preaching to men and tell men to to follow this list to a t and then once they become successful then and only then do you seek a wife by then no woman will they won't find any woman worthy of marrying because they now view women as pieces of shit uh not only that but actually teaching men to be adversary adversaries um to women and actually view women as the enemy um versus as a counterpart or even as even as somebody beneath you they're teaching men to literally um despise women and to hate women so i think that that is really interesting um when we get done with this video i want to go over something else that i heard earlier um too but um let me read these super chats shout out to joe jordan he said where is the video ladies give me a time stamp stamp something um mr joe i don't know if you noticed but baby we in the middle of a whole episode like right <laughs> yeah, now you think we should stop the show and and just go get the mm -hmm. go get joe the time stamp we talked about them throughout like it wasn't it was it wasn't something that we can really time stamp so unfortunately joe 
Um, shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, first, a while back, Tanya TKO advocated for Black mothers to force their sons to undergo vasectomies. Now, Rolo Tomasi encourages men to undergo vasectomies wow. as one of the paths to becoming a high-value man. Um, the thing with Tanya TKO, the stats don't even add up for her to encourage that type of thing because people aren't becoming like teen moms and teen pregnancy has been down for a very, very long time, a very long time. Teen pregnancy is not even the same. Then when it comes down to listening to certain things from women, especially from other women, I think that a lot of women are straight freaking miserable and handed out advice from a painful place. Now, I've heard some of Tanya TKO's rhetoric, honey, and um, and some of the rhetoric in some of the videos that I've heard from Tanya TKO did not, to me, put her in a very favorable light, I think. Um, and she's supposed to be like a life coach, counselor type of deal. Um, I think so. Yeah, some of the things that I've heard from Tanya TKO herself hasn't been um, savory. And so I wouldn't listen to her um, when it came down to my children. And I don't even know if she has children, which I don't think she does. So then it's even worse if you don't have children telling people what to do with their kids. So, yeah. Uh, shout out to Mrs. Queen Sunkissed. Hey, lady. She says, it's 17 haters watching. Click the like button or hit the super chat, please. And thank you. Don't be yeah. a hater. The like button is free. Extra free. Probably the free. It's freer than that catch I'll be. Never mind. It's free. <laughs> oh Sorry. Sorry, chat. Okay. <laughs> Damn, you know, it's bad when you got Eugene over here cursing, talking about life coach my ass. <laughs> you know, it's bad. But I think she is. But I personally wouldn't listen to uh, Miss TKO. I think Miss TKO uh, speaks from a very, very um, unhealed place, in my personal opinion. At least from the videos that I've heard from her in the past. I don't even listen to her anymore, yeah. though. But okay, let's get back to it. Yeah, let's. Um, and I know that, you know, Sneeko had some point of contention specifically with number three, which is get a vasectomy in your 20s. What is a high value man? I think he means, what he means in this context is getting, being a guy that's like desirable to women and being money, being attractive to women so that you'll be, uh, I guess, a marketable sexual partner. Well, that doesn't make sense, right? Like avoid family creation and get a vasectomy that's what and like, want. be attractive well, to men. But, well, no, like, no, no. It's because, women, right? again, like I, I said it before, I'll say it again because you're here. Given the context of what he's tweeting for this specific situation, it makes sense because he's saying, hey, these are the ways so that you don't fuck yourself up to ensure that you're going to be successful. He's retard proofing it. But that is a pretty <laughs> retarded advice because you're saying do this so that you become more attractive to women. So what's even the point of having a relationship with a woman if you can't have kids with her? Then you're just having an empty relationship just to fuck her for your whole life. And no, he's saying to become high value, which means you made the choice. Do you want to do that or not? So he's giving you the choice to do that. That's like, don't you guys tweet all the time about how like, oh, like women are fucking disgusting that are freezing their eggs at like 20 and they're going to find yes. I know you've got like guys that go to sperm clinics. Like, here you go. I'm never going to be able to impregnate my wife. There's like a 30% reversal rate on this fucking surgery. But maybe in the future, we I can check my cool fucking eggs semen. All the time. Yeah, like, but it's like the same but shit. But notice, right? He has two no, points. Like a 90% reversal rate. Yeah. Actually. Well, so depending on how true? Wait, for vasectomies? Yeah, so get a reverse and be able to actually. After like 10 years, it's like 30 to 50%. Yeah, but your 20s is 10 years. You're supposed to reverse it back within the 10 years. Wait, hold on. Wait, so you're going to get a vasectomy at 20 to come high value at 23 and then get a reverse? Like, what? I mean, I'm say 23. You're being extreme. Well, well, he's like, you're 20s. That's 10 yeah, years. Yeah, 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 but you can do it but when you're 28, 29. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yo, nigga, I'm sleep. <laughs> you know what this man thinks? He thinks as long as you don't hit the ten year mark, nigga, you made it. No. It's not like the surgery works, man. It's not like you get the ten years, all of a sudden now you can't sleep your balls anymore because oh my god, what's expiry date on my dick? <laughs> that's not how it works. Is that from zero to ten years, it gradually reduces the odds of you being reserved. So the longer it goes on, the less fertility you have. It's not like I got the eight years. Okay, I made it before. No, that's not how it works. So instead of it being a 30% chance, maybe it's a 45 or 50 at eight years. You don't know. All these things are variable. So you, the question is, if your audience is looking at this and you're supposed to tell them, okay, guys, get a vasectomy so you can be a high value man, you should also tell them, if you go through this vasectomy, there's a 50% chance that you may not be able to ever have kids again. Is that something you're willing to risk? Yo, these motherfuckers are never going to do that shit. No. They're talking that shit, then they would never do that. One. Two, would you cross the street if you have 45% chance of making it alive the other side? 45% chance. <laughs> Those odds are not good. <laughs> I don't know if you understand odds. That's not good. Heads, kids, tails, not. You can have kids. <laughs> I was nervous there for a second. And that was a coin! Oh, so nine years, what is it, 45% chance of reversal? Bro, you're not gonna have kids it's anymore. You're sterilizing half your audience. That's <laughs> wild to me. Hold on. No, yeah. he had two points there. He yeah. said, one, avoid what? Family creation. And three, Sesame 20s. You can choose what you want to do. Yeah. Apply what you need to apply. He's just saying you can do either or. Okay. No, he's I'm not. Saying, I'm worried that yeah. relevant. It's funny, when I go to groceries, my girl gave me a list, and she's like, she wanted ginger, and she wanted broccoli, and she really meant either or. No, she meant both. Shit, it's a list. It's a list. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's a list. Yo, dash it away. Man. On the list, it said lift consistently. Is Bro. that also an option? Dash it away. He's, he's just, I get it though. At the end of the day, I think Roll Tomasi for them is a friend of the show and they want to defend him. They, they, so they even back. if they sound irrational, right, which they always critique women for being, it doesn't really matter because they're being loyal. So as long as you sound neurotic for your friends, it's acceptable. Yeah, things. exactly. On that list, yeah, go he's got two things, okay, about your dick, okay, about avoid family creation, get a second. Is there anything on that list about like just avoid women? Avoid hold on. temptation. Hold on, hold on. We know as, as men, we want women no matter what, whether we want to abstain or be more, it doesn't matter. However, question for you guys on the panel if you had a kid, be honest here, would you be where you are right now? Justin, he had a kid that had his early 20s. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, oh, oh, you did? Yeah, yeah he had yeah. a kid that had his early 20s. Yeah. Also, you know? why not just like use protection? Yeah, see, uh, this, oh, okay, no, that's a good point. And he said, avoid what? Family creation, which means he's gone too. No, it doesn't. It says get a vasectomy. That was the no, advice. It's, it's not the one three. you're coping with. Number three, number two says avoid what? Okay, the the right, hypocritical right. part about it is that we make fun of girls all the time for not controlling their sexual urges and being hoes all the time. Like, you belong to the streets, all this stuff. You tell guys that they're losers if they don't go to the gym. They're losers if they play video games. You're a loser if you smoke weed. You're a loser if you watch sports. You need to exercise discipline. But when it comes to girls, oh shit, get a vasectomy because you can't control yourself because you're not capable of exercising discipline. Why do you have to be disciplined in every single aspect of life? Networking, success, all this stuff, watching sports, playing video games. You need to be on your stuff. But for women, nut inside girls with, after getting a transgender surgery. <laughs> See, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't quite lose Sneeko there. We didn't quite lose him. He's still there, still, they're still there. He's still there. That's one. He said, <laughs> You see, we don't we heard what he said. We heard what you, we heard what he we heard what he said. Shit. That's the one thing you can't be disciplined. Cinco. What did number two say? Avoid family creation. It could be condom or plan B, but he's just saying to be yeah, extra careful. Form of contraception is what it is, basically. But he didn't say that. And that's that's not a good form of contraception because it's not supposed to be reversed. That's what the doctor tells you when you get a vasectomy surgery. It's like, you cannot expect this to be reversed. That's they, not, they, you shouldn't go into that thinking that you're going to reverse it. <laughs> and also, a better advice, instead of saying never fuck again, maybe for the women that I do have sex with, prepare that she could be the mother of your children. Uh-oh. 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 They ain't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Agreed. 
Maybe don't spend time with hoes all the time thinking, I need to fuck 50 girls so I understand feminists and how retarded they are. Maybe just don't fuck them. Maybe fuck women that you can see yourself having a family with. When you oh. first, oh, that's a very good you point. You won't be able to detect that though unless exactly. you have experience. You need experience. You need experience, bro. How, how would do you know? Wait, no, no. How do you need experience? What does that mean? How would you know what's good for you if you, if you never had it? The red bull license, you need 50 no, 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 no. I want to open this one up. Let's go. Do you think you need to fuck a girl to tell her she's like family material? No, no, no. no, no. no. We're saying experience wise. What dating, is experience? No. no. Dating, courting, having that one on one experience. Okay. She likes this. She doesn't like this. This is weird. This, this doesn't work. I can tell from experience what works. Wait, now, what does any of that have to do with fucking no, her? No, no, I'm getting there. Okay. Now, adding in sex, you can understand. Okay. Once this, past, this point has, has passed, I can see what she really is. Remember, people are born on front at the very beginning. The fact that they're not understanding his point shows that they really do see women as these objects or these cum dumpsters that they've talked about over the years um, since they've been on live. So you're basically just using women as a cum receptacle. You're not caring if she's a good person, if she's really smart. Um, does she really want a family? You're just... Uh, you got to fuck them to see if they really bout something. But uh, I think when it comes down to the red pill, the red pill has basically told us, hold up. To a certain degree, you have to get on women's asses. I remember a while back when I took a poll and asked women, would they sleep with guys on the first night? Um, there were so many women that said they would sleep with the majority of women that answered the poll said that they would sleep with a guy on the first night if they liked him or whatever. Um, but what I've also heard is the majority of those relationships or those hookups never turned into anything special, but it's like, um, a women will expect a certain type of men will expect people to court them. Um, when they're kind of interested, we'll want men to court us versus like when we want the guy, we're not requiring him to do anything. And I think people in the red pill have caught on to that. They definitely caught on to that. Why the fuck should I have to pay um, when you're not going to hold uh, Pookie over here accountable because you want Pookie? W what what am I going to have to do with that? So. Well, how, well, so how are, why would women be held re accountable for them objectifying women? Well, and, and I'm saying because women have, have said themselves that they want to be objectified when it comes down to certain men. Women have kind of co-signed those things, in my opinion. So my thing is this, um, I'm not putting the blame on women because whenever they have conversations about women's actions they hold women 100 percent accountable so in this conversation i feel like men need to be held accountable when we as women say but we didn't know we didn't know he wasn't ish we didn't know he he put the charm on he laid it on thick literally they'd be like you should have knew you should have saw the red flags we can't evade any of the accountability so even if the woman knew, if the woman, you know, understood, like they as the men are saying, they're admitting that we 
want to sleep with the women. We want to objectify. We like they're telling it. They're not hiding it. They're being blatant with it. And we still are trying to find a way for the accountability to be shared. And I don't. I, give, but well, hold on. What I'm saying is they never give us that grace when it's us, and we can literally tell. A, it could be a nuanced situation, and we're like, "Well, he lied. He did this. He did that." And they're like, "You should have seen it. You should have known." There's never any grace given, and they're sitting here telling us in our to our face, black and white, and we're still trying to find a way for the women to share in the accountability. I don't look at it from a standpoint of dividing the accountability. I always have felt that the accountability should have been divided in the first place, which is why we've been pretty much in the middle of the road. Mm -hmm. um, I think everybody has some, um, some, <laughs> I can't even get the words out. It's a word. Everybody has some responsibility for the way, the dating scene and the dating market is right now. Everybody has some responsibility to that. But if you're telling guys and you get on here and you say, and you get on the internet and you say, you fuck who you want to as a woman, I'm a fuck who I want to. I date who I want to. I make pay whoever I want to make pay. Um, and then you're looking for somebody to clean up those situations after Pookie and Ray Ray didn't have their way with you. And, and, and that's been a lot of women that deal with a certain type of man that don't require anything from the man. And then we turn to the next man and we're requiring the world from him. It would make a man say, well, shit. Um, if she's able to do all of this, then why the hell would I put myself in a position to play the fool for her? And I can understand from that aspect, just like if a woman is saying, well, I'm going to get these tubes tied. I'm going to go out and build my money because I really can't depend on anybody. I would be able to understand it from her aspect too. But I, I just feel like... um. It's equal to me. It's equal on both sides. It one like there's a cause and effect. I don't think the red pill just came out of nowhere. I think of it came not. from like uh, I agree with that too. But I guess in this particular situation, I'm not looking for. I'm I'm listening to what's being said, and I don't have to pull up scenarios of when women were being dishonest, when a woman was being in her nature and you know doing something that is akin to what these men are admitting i'm taking everything at face value and taking what they're admitting and holding them accountable without involving the women on the other side because the men are who we're dealing with in this scenario just like when when it's a situation where we're talking about women and um where we're I talking get what you're about, saying. you know, women and they're like, and we do this whole, um, well, men did it too. Like, it's kind of like, well, women do it too when yeah. we're, 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 when men are the focus of the conversation, because we're so used to being in conversations where we have to make sure that, you know, the, the, that, the, that, that everything is even on both sides that we always want to bring up women to make sure that they understand that we're male identified, but these men are literally saying we're pieces of crap and we're still trying to find ways to also lump women in, which we know it's a lot of women that ain't ish too. 
No, so actually, I think that's a valid point. I think that's an extra valid point. I don't even, I don't even disagree. I think that's a valid point. Okay, let's play. Yo, yo. Other than sex, there's some things that are more telling of who the person really is. Okay, one, watch who they are when they drive. Aesthetics are an important part of how I work. My name is Marisol Jaga. I do. Two, try to put a IKEA uh, furniture together. Three, go on a trip with that person. That's how you see how really someone is. Four, go to a restaurant. See how they treat someone that they have power over and can do nothing for them. There's other things in life more than fucking. <laughs> that you're going to be able to do that's going to be tell signs of what the person is. As a matter of fact, I could tell you a lot of people I've seen in toxic relationship was staying because the pussy or the dick was good. Mm-hmm. I had nothing to do with how they were because how they were was really garbage, was trash. Mm-hmm. They were garbage human beings. He don't like when I say that. I'm going to tell you. I know them people. Garbage human beings. But the people stay because the sex was good. So the sex thing really is something on the side. It doesn't tell you how the person is. I'll go a step further. Oh, go ahead. Step on. I don't think sex tells you much about a woman. I think it does tell you something about a man, though. Because the people who I see switch up after sex are generally dudes. Because yes, once they get the late women right now, I know they in the comments yes. being like, free. okay, yes, you want to know why? Because I've changed everything, <laughs> you changed them, and women always complain, everything was great, then we slept together. I was like, yeah, because sometimes they only in it for that. So I'm just saying, generally, with the women, what ends up happening is that they just become more into you. That's it, that's really it. Yup, I'll be honest with you, I've talked to a lot of guys, and all they ever say after sex with women is like, she became more attached. That's it. It has nothing to do with whether or not she's wife material or marriage material. It's just that. But as ladies, as ladies, ladies have definitely sat with a dude and noticed his behavior changed afterwards. Or he became more distant. Or he stopped responding to calls all of a sudden. So, no. I think the reality is they're framing this as like, oh, you need to bang her to really see who she is. That is one of the dumbest ways to get to know something. You want to know? You're going to have to spend some time observing her in all the areas. Hey, even when you live together, you're going to learn who that person is. So before you live together, go on a trip together, plan some things together, see how you communicate with True. each other. That's how you is. And after that, from whenever things go bad, see how you're going to grow from that and make it not happen again. That's what you're going to see. Fucking ain't going to be the one. But <laughs> yeah, sure. Experience, as you say. Ugh, let's go. Let's go. Ugh. Mind you, Myron's never been in a relationship. How many stories do you hear of husbands who are like, my wife used to blow me every single day, and then as soon as we got married, all the sex stuck. Or we, you know, we have dead bedrooms now. We were super active our first year. But that is absolutely not true. Sex. What? No, he's pre- he saying the shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, yeah, she preaching. He preach it. She. <laughs> I don't even know. No, no, it's just because I, I don't like the idea of a man just denying a woman her, her due credit. So just let it happen. Okay. <laughs> just let it happen. For you guys, you can probably tell by looking at their Instagrams. Isn't that what you guys are like professionals at? Is picking out who's based on their Instagram pictures? You're telling me you have to f- through like 30 women to find a good, like how many conservative men, like if we brought in like real conservative men who have strong families, how many of them are like, yeah, you know, I had to fuck 25 bitches when I was in college <laughs> or to find the love of my life right now that could take care of my kids. That's a wild statement. If you want to fuck, that's fine. Don't pretend you're doing it for this altruistic purpose of finding a good mom. I also want you guys to appreciate, y'all notice these red pill dudes say all this goofy shit, but none of them seem to have stable families or marriages. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, vast majority of them don't seem to have their shit together. Or when they do, it's always what they're preaching against. 
Is it like what if she throws it back doggy? She'd probably take the kids like <laughs> out to the park every day. Like, what does that even mean? Like, so this is why. Right? Okay. There's a bunch of reasons why I tell guys they need to get sexual experience with women. Number one, you need to get an abundance mindset. Okay. A lot of guys get with girls out of necessity and a scarcity mindset. First girl that touches their pee-pee, oh, I want to commit to you. So that's a problem because you're not going ahead and getting with the girl from a position of choice. You're getting with her from a position of necessity and scarcity. That completely changes the dynamics of the relationship, and that's going to put her in the leverage position. That's number one. Number two, what do you think about this whole leverage thing? Yo, that's toxic, but you know, you can't, a man cannot say the minimum. What is your uh, thought process about um, the leverage situation? What do you think about power, power dynamics in relationships? Um, I think that you're talking about in reference to what Andrew just said. So if um, like a, a guy being able to hook up with a girl and when he hooks up with a girl, um, he falls in love with her and she's basically, if she doesn't feel the same way about him, then, you know, um, it, he's caught up in her and she's not really that caught up in him, quote unquote. And that's kind of how he makes it seem like if a guy gets with a girl and he isn't banging out a bunch of chicks, then she just falls in love with him. But it's interesting because nature has told us uh what's nature has told us a lot about how we look at men a guy that's getting a lot of cat a lot of women look at him and tr is trying to figure out like what's so special about him and a lot of women generally flock to those types of dudes that does have a lot of women and has been able to get a lot of women he gets the admiration from his peers but a lot of women like guys that um have fucked a lot of women what do you think about that um i'm not sure of like i'm not sure of what you're asking but um as it relates to like men who sleep with a lot of women and how a lot of women flock to those men um i think that that's kind of to be completely honest i think my belief is that that there's a tie to kind of, um, how do I say this? That there is some sort of link to our biological imperative in men who have this very alpha sense about them inability to um, sleep with a lot of women. They oftentimes they have a very dominant personality. They're very um you know dominant in other ways and um that's no different than um how other animals behave i think that other mammals behave in the same way i watch a lot of um i'm fascinated by different you know i'll watch just this animal kingdom and different animals like if you watch lions if you watch um you know you know jaguars if you watch um you know you know, tigers, that's, if you watch different animals um, in their natural habitat, you'll see some of the same things happening. Literally the king of the jungle, like the king of, you know, whatever habitat it is, like the same behaviors are displayed with the king. Like he's getting the girls. The women are, you know, flocking to him. They are, he gets first choice. And so, 
um, you know, some of the same behaviors. So I think it's us behaving in our lowest nature um, mm -hmm. and not employing um, logic, not um, employing, um, you know, our, um, you know, advanced thinking. And so that's, kind of, I think that it's when we revert to our lowest nature that we behave in that manner and we allow our loins to lead us. And that's just kind of what I believe regarding that. Okay, hold on. Humanity's toxic, that's what? It's what? What do you think about it? A leverage, that's not, that's not a relationship. That's not the definition of a relationship. That's just fucking, there's, there's one side of this lacking. Like this, I gotta have this leverage. Oh, you're calculating leverage? And what grade are we in? Fucking junior high? What do you mean? The leverage. The shit that we that's the shit that we used to do. Yo, don't call him now. Call him later. Cause he needs to think that. That's some shit that we used to do back then when we were in junior high. That's what this shit was. That's what this shit is. That's what this shit is. That's what this shit is. That's some high school musical shit. Okay. You know what? You cannot call him now. Cause now it's gonna mean that you're too much and that. That's that that's that shit. And now you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna keep doing that shit as an adult? Nah, B. Ain't nobody got time like that. Like for real, when you realize at some age, people ain't got time like that. People don't have that time. People don't realize that have a leverage. Uh, she, I gotta care. I gotta care. She, I gotta care less than she does, cause then I'm gonna have leverage and I'm gonna have power. Man, I'm just curious, guys. Oh, I'm just curious, guys. If you heard the girl that you were interested in talking like that, I gotta have leverage over him. How would you guys feel, and would you guys maintain interest? Stop that. Vice versa, ladies. If you heard that a man wanted to maintain leverage over you and he had to care less, how would you guys feel? I'm actually curious what you would feel. Again, bro, it's not a context. Yeah, that's that's like, exactly what the context was. Were you trying to I say something? That's pretty much it. But I do want to ask you this, and, and we can probably move on. But um, in reference to leverage, I see leverage the same as I see the belief or the notion that a man has to love you more. So I want to know your thoughts of leverage and your thoughts in that comparison, because I think that's leverage. That is leverage in the sense that you have um, kind of a leg up in the sense that um, he, you have the leverage of, you know, more love. Um, he loves you more and, you know, not to say that you're going to weaponize that, but, um, you know, how there's a belief or, you know, the old older women used to say, a man needs to love you more as the woman that you love him. I think that that is that I, I, I that is absolutely leverage. And so uh, I want to know your thoughts on that, as well as you know, if you wanted to answer his question regarding um, what you think about um, leverage and how you would feel about a man feeling like he has to have leverage, or a partner, how you feel about a partner feeling like they have to have leverage over the other partner. Okay, so I kind of look at it like. I would want the man to be to, to love me more so I can feel comfortable with all the magic and the things that I bring to a relationship and being able to give them to that man. A lot of people aren't religious, but when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. He finds a great, he finds a good thing. And so um, me feeling comfortable enough to I think we have levels of how we do things. And then there are some things that I've been able to do within our marriage, within my marriage to Curlin that has surprised me. Um, I'm sure they've surprised Curlin, but 
and then in the best ways but i had to have the type of love to to be able to get there and to be able to express love the way i like to express love but to be able to um to be free um to do things for him without um always looking for reciprocation always looking to see if he was going to do this if i did this for him was i going to get it back and so i think when we get rid of a, like a lot of abandonment issues and you really find somebody that's culpable and that's y'all are good together and everything and you're free to express love the way that you like to then it's it doesn't become so much of a power dynamic or having leverage over a person but i feel like i know that i'm loved so i'm able to express love the way that i need to express love to him and then when it comes down to being in service to your man and i, I think i sent you this clip earlier today um when i'm loved there it's nothing that i wouldn't do for him so if it came down to being in service to him that's not a chore to me because i want to see him happy when women talk about doing shit for their men they usually talk about it at as a at a deficit but being able to express love and um to be able to serve somebody and 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 it actually being an honor to serve them it's a beautiful thing but a lot of us don't get there because we are focused on the power dynamic oh well um and and i you know i read a whole bunch of goddamn gang books this nigga said yeah. i'm talking like a fucking idiot kid clouds take this oh, time out baby you're talking about an idiot. What oh, Kit Clouds, I done put your ass in timeout because, baby, I thought you didn't call me a whole idiot over here. And I was like, I can't you go. I can't go. Sorry about that, child. Sorry. I am so sorry because, baby, I, I put your ass in the whole timeout. I was like, um, child, wish you had a highlight of it because, baby, I was like, he said you're talking like an idiot. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, mommy. <laughs> I was like, don't call me a whole idiot up here because that hurts. <laughs> um, but yeah, I so I think there's not necessarily a need for leverage when both parties are when a man feels respected and a woman feels loved. And so then I think the power dynamics tend to disappear over time because everybody's getting what they need out of a relationship as opposed to a push and pull type of thing and then like when i was young i did play a lot in those dynamics i played a lot in those dynamics like if i was dealing with a guy and let's say he was the whole type um i believed in dogging those type of dudes out so i would play the uh games with them so if I liked him, um, <laughs> child, let's say we start talking, I'm not going to chase you. I'm not going to chase you at all. I'm going to make you call me. I'm going to make you put all the effort into it. So um, when I did finally decide to give you some ass or whatever, I ain't feel so bad about it because I can say, well, you chased me. You you did. Da, 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 you did. Da, da. So I, I felt comfortable in that. But that was still coming from such a place. Now, there's certain things that I still believe in and kind of, and I believe in what the hell I believe in, but you know, we'll try to have to save that for the course I'm going to um, sell y'all one yeah. day. 
Um, now, for me, like, I, I've always, like, I dive in head first. I never think about, like, I, I'm, I guess I just, um, I've never been scared to love, like, because, like, I, I've always been, um, I am just, and that's, like, kind of, like, the optimist in me, but because of that, though, um, I'm very selective, and when I tell you, like, well, you know how I always talk about, like, uh, players, like, charming guys, like, I steer clear of, I steer clear of those type of men because of the fact that, um, I don't trust them because I know I go all in and I don't hold back at all. Like I'm a person that never holds back when it comes to like how I give of myself. And I'm talking about from day one, like some women will be like certain things that they won't do until marriage and stuff like that. I'm not that woman. And I never knew how to play the dating game. Some people will be like, um, I don't cook for a man until we marry. I don't do this until we marry. I don't like, I don't know how to do that. Like I give all of me when we're in a relationship, not necessarily when we're dating and getting to know each other, because I'm getting to know you and know mm -hmm. if I like you enough to even want you to be my man. But once it's a relationship, I fully engage. And because of that, I steer clear of if I can't trust you, I will never get to that point of allowing myself to be fully and fully free. Um, but once I can be fully free, I give 100% of myself. And so I, that's just kind of how I operate. But because I operate like that, baby, I uh, once you if you seem a little shifty, mm -mm, get, your, get, your, get out of here. Yeah. But you know, a lot of us tend to ignore the damn red flags and still dive into into some shit here first. I would say at one point I was diving in the shit here first, and baby, mm -mm, mm -mm, got my polar heart just broke, and I was like, yes. I wish the fuck I I'm would, baby. I'd be like, I, I told you, like, and I used to, I used to, you know what I used to do? I used to want guys to protect me, so I would be like. It's like, it, and I haven't dated a ton of guys, but I would tell guys if, I, if we just were even dating to get to know each other. Like I haven't been in relationships with a bunch of men, but I would say, you know, if, you, if we sleep together, we go together, you know, like if you, you know the same. And thinking that they would protect it was just like, because I knew like, one, and, and it didn't work. Like I said, one guy actually like played me like that. But, um, you know, because I'm like, I'm placing my heart in your hands and I don't want you playing games with me. But, you know, if a guy gonna play, he gonna play. But, um, you know, so because I know I wear my heart on my sleeve and once I fall, I fall. And I like, you know, you know so, yeah. But if a dude gonna play, he'll lie, tell you what, whatever. He, he Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll go together. He'll be lying through his dang on teeth. So, yeah, okay. there's that. Hold on, child. You're taking it, you're taking what he's saying and like applying it to the general masses. He's saying in this specific instance, High value. you want to get get your value up as quickly as possible. And who is that advice for? Young men, not the guy who's already had three kids, who's 36. He's not going to decide I'm going to become a high value man like after having a family. You're targeting towards young men who are navigating life, taking advice from an older guy on the internet. So Monday, uh, okay. So this next part is when the guy who made that tweet comes in. Oh. I say we stop here and we cover this a different. Sure, time. we can cover this a different time. All right, let us know what you guys think. I am okay. Um, this this other video is about 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And we'll just kind of rush through that because I ain't trying to be on here all night. Okay. Stop screen and share screen and oh, is that the one? 
That's the way. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. You're trying to have sexy women and have no emotional connection. They're weirdos. A lot of this red pill, how to get girls stuff. A lot of them are like that as well. They're like the, the peak masculine uh, uh, life is just to have a bunch of women that you barely know. And that, that's yeah. stupid. That's fucking ridiculous. Right. Every man, if you want to have a good life, you need to have a good relationship with a good woman. When you yeah. get sick, it's your woman who's going to care, not your boys, right? But you can love her and she can love you with all her heart. You can oh. love each other. You can be prepared to take a bullet for her. Yeah. And still fuck other bitches. That's what I'm oh, saying. Dude, you know what I'm saying? It's no big deal. Yeah. You got to do, we got to do, we got to do. There's one super chat I want to answer, and I think you're going to agree with my answer. It is which red pill guy do you think is the biggest dork, et cetera, et cetera. They are all talking about me right now. All the ones who have criticized me, all the ones who have criticized Andrew. And they're talking about me and making videos about me. Despite begging to be in my organizations, begging to be on my podcasts, begging me to be on their podcasts for ages because me and Andrew are now far more relevant than they could ever dream of being. I'm not going to say any of their names because that's exactly what they want when they try to bait me by making stupid videos. They want me to sit here and be like, well, this guy said, I don't care. Guys, I can't say that I'm surprised regarding this news, but Justin... Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate have publicly denounced. They have publicly rejected RP, the red pill. Now, some people said initially that this is a new stance. Other people are saying that they're just doing this now to separate from the brand image of RP after their stint with the Romanian authorities. But this is actually a position that they've always held and maintained irrespective of the collaborations that they've done with RP content creators in the past and we're going to get into exactly the thoughts regarding it nevertheless though this is a very interesting development because their thoughts feelings and or ideologies have had a profound and lasting impact on young men today from all around the world and people often correlate their talking points with rp as sort of an amplification of what rp is but let's dissect without further ado so on may 11th tristan writes please don't refer to me as red pill those people are autistic now tristan is a wordsmith just like andrew so when he says autistic i think that he's doing that extremely intelligently when you say that someone is autistic you generally say that to people who are socially inept who cannot communicate in a charismatic way in front of other people. He follows up and says, also as a half black man descended from slaves, I find your choice of example in very poor taste. I don't need white people even loosely likening me to apartheid politicians who want to lynch blacks. Thanks. So this bottom half of his tweet is connected to a reply from someone else, but that reply is not in the scope of this conversation. But what I do find interesting about this is that when I refer to Andrew Tate as a half black man, always in my comment section, there's a weird name, no profile person that says, shut up. No, he's not. Looks like he is stupid. Nevertheless, uh, the date of the tweet, which is now deleted, is May 11th. You guys know what also happened on May 11th? This conversation on the Fresh and Fit podcast entitled, What is a High Value Man? where Rolo Tomasi called in to defend that having a vasectomy in your 20s is one of the quickest ways to become a high value man. Now this dialogue and back and forth between Sneeko Destiny and the RP godfather Rolo Tomasi has been hitting everybody's timeline as they go over some of the 
perceived inconsistencies or the inept or irrational, illogical arguments of some progenitors of the RP space. So when Tristan says that some of those people are autistic, that should give you some indication of who he might be speaking about. Nevertheless, it's my belief that Tristan Tate has always shared these thoughts. However, it's been the fake news media that buckets him into some framework in order to marginalize his talking points. All this shit on the internet, um, you know, you see a lot of these podcasts where you, all you see is these really, really, really trash girls. Those trash girls are in very, very crowded demographic cities that those type of girls are in. I think the average girl across America and probably Eastern Europe is really a good good-hearted in a way now there's still female nature that you have to overcome and you still need to be that guy but the the girl that would pass on a guy a good man for 10 grand that's just that's just her and i think those girls are mostly in the bigger cities yeah like dubai yeah like, absolutely you know and uh i know i'm the kind of guy that that i don't like this doom and gloom sad version of reality where all women right. are garbage because i know some wonderful women and i've met some wonderful women absolutely. Uh, in my lifetime absolutely. and uh no yeah. really wonderful women absolutely what do you think about that? That's Andrew Tate. That's not, that's Tristan. That's not Andrew. Okay. Yeah, I know that that's Tristan. But okay. um, first, I didn't know that they were half black. But um, secondly, I think that like, they, they he sounds sensible. Um, who is he interviewing then? Oh, I have no idea who that other guy is. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I'm actually going to call Cap on Andrew. I'm going to call big ass Cap on Andrew because Andrew was literally doing the lover boy method on women to get them to fall in love with him and then to have these wholesaling box on the net so he can become a rich man. Um, I think Listen. shit becomes popular to say and popular to do, but I'm not, I, I don't buy into what Andrew Tate is talking about. I, I don't I buy think, it at all. I hadn't even thought about the fact that this might be a ploy because of the trouble with the Romanian government. Like that hadn't even crossed my mind, like in order for them to try to clear up their image a little bit. Yeah, like, I, I just, I don't buy it. It, it do sound a little like, I mean, it is like a complete 180. Exactly. Like, and, and it's interesting because MCR is saying that it's not a complete 180, but yeah. it's still something in the milk ain't clean with it. Or, you know, it could be they've been talking out of both sides of their ass. Who knows? But let, let's see. Yeah. And the, but the thing is, the other thing is, I also believe what uh just like what mot said a lot of people's talking points hinge on you know the fact that their uh, audience requires that you know they've created an audience based off of their talking points so they become more and more extreme because this audience is paying for them to say you know paying to hear a certain um type of rhetoric yeah yeah Absolutely. And, and and the thing is, you know, a lot of the guys who are out there screaming that the fact that good women don't exist, as I said, they don't exist for them. 
And if they don't exist for you, become the guy they exist for. Keep climbing that ladder and you'll find one. I absolutely promise you. I've talked about this before. Shit, I've done live streams on my channel almost two years ago that talked about within the space, the general pessimistic views in regards to women. And those pessimistic views are usually generated by red pill rage, but they can be fueled by the maintenance of the content delivered to them. But what I talk through is the necessity of that rage to understand the burning platform for your purpose, to understand the burning platform to improve your body, to understand the burning platform to increase your utility or your financial education in this world. But when you look at Tristan speak about women, you can tell it comes from a place of positivity because of his interactions with women have generally been positive. And positivity builds respect. It builds good moral character. It builds fantastic mouthpiece and game that you can utilize to interact with these women. But what Red Pill can focus in on is less of the positives of working with a woman and more so to debunk or to point finger at certain types of unscrupulous women that we wouldn't want anyway. I've always maintained on my content that there's a clear difference, a stark contrast of how you interact with women to extract content from them and how you interact with women to extract a valuable experience out of them. Because in reality, dunking on hoes is fantastic for content, but in terms of having a positive experience with a woman in reality, you have to provide them with a good user experience, which is paramount for building rapport with them. Uh, well then even when he is saying like dunking on hoes is fantastic, it's good for content, no, um, dunking on hoes is dunking on hoes and it's not necessarily good for content. It's just causing more um, division between um, male and um, female dynamics. That's what it's doing. It's not uh, great for content. You're going to get numbers, but what is it really worth um, when you decide to have kids MTR and your kids uh, can't find anybody because you didn't dunk on all these hoes? and everybody has this uh distorted view of male female relationships and dynamics so i don't know you're on mute honey you're on mute can you hear me concrete you're on mute I'm just talking. I'm sorry. I'm like, did you not hear me saying you're oh, on mute? No, because I'm talking. Um, what did I say? Oh, I said for um, mediocre tutorials, the comment that he made about um, what he was saying about, um, oh gosh, I can't even remember. For, let me go back. Tristan, for him to be a fairly attractive guy, or I guess for a white presenting guy, um, his experience with women is going to be different. So I do think that, oh, his point about Tristan having a different experience with women, it would be fairly positive. So his experience with women, like he would have a rather more positive experience with women than his 
unattractive audience members. So his audience members who, you know, may not be as successful in the uh, department with ladies. So I do think he has a point regarding that. And that is something to consider, you know, personally. Okay. Yeah. Juju, she was fucking going in and I'm like, you're on mute. Um, You're on mute. You're on mute. Didn't hear nothing you said, child. Just going, going in. Hold on. Well, first of all, you have to clarify what a simp is and what simping is. Being nice isn't simping. To me, I have a very unique description of what simping is. I think it's an unfair exchange of value between a, a man and a woman, usually from coming from a man towards a woman. So giving a woman a bunch of free money, giving a woman a bunch of Instagram likes, giving a woman a bunch of Instagram comments, that is simping if she's not doing it back to you. I mean, you'll see me comment, you look beautiful on a girl's Instagram picture and she'll reply underneath it, you know, I miss you, Tristan. Yeah. That's not simping. That is a fair exchange of value. Right. I'm, I'm publicly <laughs> telling people, you know, I've been there. That's, that's one of mine. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I get the validation in return. I don't think there's anything wrong if you were just some guy waiting at the entrance to a restaurant for any woman to walk past and holding the door open in the hope of getting some phone number or something, that that really is simping. Yeah. But uh, no, it's it's an exchange of value, and being a gentleman is 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 very very important. Let me tell you a good story about being kind to to waiters and bartenders, especially in the in the city that you live in. It's an investment. Yeah. It's an Absolutely. investment to throw money around. I, I do it here in Dubai because I spend a lot of time here. I certainly do it in Bucharest. I was on a date with a Romanian celebrity. I'm not going to name drop her here, but. Did you know that there's a simple combination of natural ingredients that will help you poop out pounds of old rotten waste in your colon within just famous girl, a few million followers on Instagram, etc. And the lights had gone out in the garden of one of the fanciest restaurants in town. So obviously being one of the fanciest restaurants in town, they put a bunch of candles on every table. So sitting there as the waiter was pouring our champagne, I said to the girl, I said, you know what? I, I specially organized this. I call my friends at the electricity company, had them shut down the power grid just yeah. so we could have candles tonight. And she goes, ha ah, hi. All right, Tristan. Yeah. Where's my flowers? As a, as, a, as a blase comment, because she knew I was joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knew I was bullshitting. The waiter, good friend of mine, had been pouring the champagne, overheard this. I, not, I No joke, two minutes later, he comes over with the biggest bouquet of flowers. He must have taken from behind the, you know, from behind the restaurant. Mr. Tate, here are, the, here are the flowers you ordered. And I sat there, straight face, ice cold, sipped my champagne. I, 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 10 minutes later, I was like, you have to excuse me. I get up. I was just like, my bad. I was like, no way. Did you just do that? So, and why? Why? Because I'm rude to waiters because I didn't get to know his name. Right. I've been eating at that restaurant for two years before that. I throw money around. I tip well. He knew exactly who I was. So, you know, being kind to people pays dividends. Not only is it, uh, do women notice it? Because they really do. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, 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 the staff notice it and they treat right. you better. And being treated with respect around women is a huge turn on for women. Mm. Mr. Tate, how are you? Mr. Oh, let me just clear this parking spot. Sorry, we, okay. have, we have no tables. Let me just put one out for you. Right. That's a huge turn on for women. And, you know, you get that respect by being kind. You get that respect by being kind. See, stories like this are viewed as antithetical to the RP doctrine of some RP content creators. For example, behaving in a charming charismatic, giving sort of a manner to a deserving women is putting up on a pedestal, is weak, is being a simp. But what Tristan is essentially highlighting here, and it's more suited to my own interpretation and less so exactly what it is that he's saying, but there's certain RP content creators that focus in on the women that we don't want in lieu of providing us with the necessary tools and game 
for the women that are worthy. What his story also expounds on is the concept of a high value man, which is just recently brought up within the last week, and why it's such a hotly debated topic. Because you have folks like Rolo Tomasi, which will say that high value man is a subjective term and the subjectivity is determined by all of these different factors. When objectively, an average earning man is unable to be as generous as a Tristan Tate. I don't know exactly what it is, but when I look at a lot of the uh, pure, on, pure second. red pill content, yeah. I don't really see. I wanted to pinpoint something that NTR said. So when he talked about how the focus is always on the women that are undesirable, on the undesirable women, I remember like a few months back when I was telling you about how I was just overwhelmed with all, you know, by all of the negative rhetoric in the space. And I had been over in Roger's chat and like in the discussions over there and how, oh my gosh, they were just, you know, abhorrent you know comments being made Girl. about black women it was just too much and that is that is a perfect way to describe what i was feeling and i talked about how we as good women as as advocates for black men as you know male identified women as women who are in the trenches as and not just in this space outside of this space having conversations with women battling it out with women advocating for black men never feel like we are acknowledged and that is nope. a way to describe it because the focus is always on the undesirable women and yep. that's why because a hundred percent of the time the conversation is always about the undesirable women Yep, and what you didn't do and what you should have did and how you ain't do this for them and what you need to be doing for them. And that shit gets old. Um, especially if you uh really try to um be cool and um you know be a loving person to people, people don't give yes. a fuck about this. You advocating for black men, you you know, having conversations, holding black women accountable. You know, like literally, and there's never any acknowledgement of any of that, baby. Let me tell you something. I was like, oh my gosh, this is too much. And I think that MTR hit the nail on the head. The, the focus is 100% of the time on the undesirable women. Yeah. Yup. Uh-oh. There we go. Any hope there. It, even if they don't re mean it to be. A lot of it is so negative. It's framed from mm -hmm. such a negative perspective. Exactly. And it's very hard to sit down in front of a woman with a negative mindset and impress her, no matter how amazing you are. That say that song by Cindy Lauper is completely true. Girls just want to have fun. And fun it's is true. and fun is positivity. And if you're if you're fun to be around, to some degree, she'll always want to be around you. And sometimes these yeah. guys are trying to learn all this theory. And by the time you learn it all, you're just nigga take you out on a date and be trying to bombard you with red pill talking points. Women have said that though, like women that are in the dating world said that they are encountering that, that literally they being quizzed <laughs> by men and that they are literally like challenging them and, and asking them about like podcast questions. You want to turn a woman off? Uh, baby, imagine you going on a date and then homeboy sitting there quizzing you, um, talking about what you think about Sierra. <laughs> They ask him what you bring to the table, how you feel about 50-50, like literally on the first day, baby, trying to turn it off. 
<laughs> You'll be sitting there mad as hell. Like, <laughs> not the red pill talking points, child. Yeah. Listen. What um, you think about Anthony K. Williams? <laughs> <laughs> Would you date a bus driver? <laughs> yeah. I'd be mad as hell if you hit me with them damn questions. And Babe, the, you done got cute and everything, baby. Smelling good, looking good. You know, you gonna, got on your best dress and homeboy sitting there trying got to. Got on th- your good shape. Well, uh-uh. listen, <laughs> over there feeling like a goddamn hot dog. <laughs> and he asking you red pill talking points while you sitting there trying to uh try not to overeat and shit. <laughs> trying to eat cute. Talking about <laughs> she'll have the salad. <laughs> Listen, mm-hmm. <at> the di- <laughs> baby, that's how these fools are. That is how they are. Oh my gosh! Listen, Brandon, you already know they you you just sitting there and they going in on your ass. Yep. <laughs> what kind of show? Do you watch? Uh, what's the show they hated with the uh black girl and the white man? Do you watch Scandal? Oh, <laughs> Do you watch Love yeah. and Hip Hop? Oh, you like you every know. now and then. Oh, I gotta go. I'm not. Can you cover half of this state? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know they would. No, they gonna take you on a coffee date. Listen, <laughs> girl, you took the thought right out of my head. Yes. Like, what's your body count, nigga? Yeah. <laughs> and ladies, remember the magic number is three. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna be like that's too many you you what big truck say he want a virgin <laughs> child mm-hmm. never mind child i had something i'm not gonna say it i'm uh-uh, not i'm not it. a nope 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 mm-hmm. hold on girl Bitter. You're and boring, can, and you're boring. Yeah. And you can feel it, and it's in the air. It's yeah. intangible. You're thinking you're too much. Yeah, you're reading off a fucking a yeah. script. Yeah, and it just does all goes wrong. So personally, I mean, I don't watch much of any of it, and I the things I do see, the occasional bits here and there, I just don't think it's going to help anybody. I don't think it's going to help anybody. I feel like, you know, there's so many things about being a man that are are difficult to do, and truthfully, if you put your energy in the right places you're going to achieve a bunch of amazing things and, and the girls are going to, I really, I know it's been said before, you need to be your own point of origin and girls need to come on accident, blah, blah, blah. It's not about them coming on accident. It's just a matter of, there's a reason a lot of these game guys don't have long successful relationships is because they know enough to talk a girl into sex, but they don't have enough to retain her. Mm-hmm. So it can't be the only thing you focus on. You've got to focus on a bunch of other things and, and it's got to be a small part of your repertoire, just like everything else, right? Like if, if food is the only thing you focus on, you're living a stupid life, but you can't not eat food. Fun is positivity and the overconsumption of RP or staying in that red pill rage state at best can lead to skepticism regarding women. And listen, there's nothing completely negative about having some skepticism, especially with the modern woman today, but it can also drive you towards a degree of nihilism regarding women as well. The last thing I want to say is, is that I wonder if in Andrew and Tristan's mind, if podcasts such as the Fresh and Fit podcast are good places for them to visit going into the future. Irrespective of the conversations with the type of women that Fresh and Fit deal with now, and I would say objectively, the women now are a lot more uh, educated, less bimbo-y, less stupid, less OnlyFans thotty than they were previously. But still, that doesn't remove the brand that they have built up the perception that they have built up, even though now it's different than it was 
previously the public's perception or their brand identity is still towards the old women that they would bring on consistently and when tristan and andrew are dealing with grape and the problem with uh fresh and fit is even if the girl is nicer and she's educated they still treat them like they ain't shit still still yeah, treat them like yeah and when i see like they still be dressed like they going to the club <laughs> like child I, mean, I guess listen. it's miami so maybe that's just, yeah like, but even if the girls are educated they still um or nice women if they are outside of those red pill talking points, child, we know where it goes. Okay. SA allegations from a brand perspective, it's probably a bad idea. I would even argue that they probably never go back to Miami ever again. If you guys notice, Fresh and Fit were down at the Tate estate for their last recording with them. Questions, comments, concerns. Y'all already know what to do. Media tutorials and reviews at gmail.com. Guys, come on. Oh, child can take him yelling at me no more. Like, imagine if he was in. I'm glad he ain't yell at Melanie, Mel, Melanie like that. Um, yeah. let me just pull y'all in for a little gossip, child. Concrete didn't want to cover this, so we ain't gonna cover it, cover it. But I just wanted to get off into it because. Mm, it was juicy oh. so i was sitting there watching melanie and i watched melanie do a reaction video to her interaction with ntr right and so melanie was sitting over there saying like i've never preached against any of these things that i told people to talk about you know how she talked because she she talked cute I never told anybody to go again. You know, I never told them um, not to do any of the things I did in that video. And I know I was twerking, but you know, I apologize for twerking in that video and stuff. And so she apologized for twerking, but she said she didn't do, she don't think she did nothing that was like off kilter or whole like, you know what I'm saying? She says she supports flirting, and she supports being feminine and being submissive and 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 being um fun and being um um obedient obedient is the word being obedient and showing a man that she can be obedient and stuff and so i was sitting there and i was like sis it looked it looked it looked like, and I like Mel. I, I like Melanie. I, I do think Melanie likes to, uh, me and Melanie can hang because Melanie, Melanie know how, Melanie can hold some liquor, baby. No, Melanie is a fun girl, right? Mm -hmm. But she definitely seems like a fun girl. She a fun girl. She, she looks like a fun girl. But I think when there has been such a dichotomy between her being extra religious and how she was talking to, um that girl that was on um pearls or whatever she was talking like extra you don't respect authority and you need to be i grew up in the church and it was kind of like this holier than thou attitude versus the person that we saw on mtr stream that a lot of people would have a problem with because if a random woman acted like melanie did um it would have looked she probably would have called out the same behaviors had it not been her so it just seems like it's kind of hard for her to see herself in um 
a different light because I think she's trying to hold on to a certain image, but it was just hella weird. Um, shout out to Cynical. Cynical to me, she was definitely um contradicting her talking points. And and May, that's my point. She was aggressive as hell on um camp. She was aggressive as hell on camera. And he was visibly uncomfortable with it. Now, I do believe that they had something offline. And according to her, you know, they didn't kiss on camera, but they kissed in other places. And I was like, imagine you claiming, and not to say MTR um, should be like a random ass dude, but to be honest, MTR would be considered a random ass dude in comparison Um to what he had going on a few weeks ago. He was on the show with Melly Monaco. They was all up under each other. They took a little vacate, la, 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 la. And Melanie didn't feel that she was like, she thought that it was just innocent flirting. But I'm like, you drunk, you uh, extra, extra flirtatious. Then trying to state your claim over the man, like, well, yeah, we kissed off camera. And I was like, why would you even tell anybody that? Because if 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 he kissed it, probably probably got some too. We don't know, we don't know. But he did he do, does a better job in playing it cool than the actual woman. When I would expect, especially somebody in her age bracket, I would expect her to play it way more cool than what she played it with MCR. And that was just kind of weird to me, especially like her justification of all of it. I just thought that was interesting, child. And I just had to comment on it because I was sitting there. I still think I might do a breakdown on that video because I was like, now sis, now sis. But yeah, girl, that was it. I just had to get that out. Mm -hmm. Well, I have nothing, child. Nothing to offer up um, at all. I didn't see her. I didn't see the video, so I have nothing to offer up. Yeah, uh, Juju. I think I I like to get tipsy and and have fun with you know with my husband, of course. Now, but I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with having fun and and being fun. And, and being tipsy, but the things that she has crucified other women for, um, to a certain degree, you're acting like a thought you're out there acting like a thought and you're being a thought. And, you know, she's, um, in her forties and she's somebody's mama and this isn't her man. Um, so to speak this, you know, MCR would still be considered random. So I just thought that that was, uh, I thought it was interesting. I think if she just walked in her true uh, shit, um, it would translate um, more so with a woman's audience because she doesn't seem to walk in her true shit. She tries to hold up the holier than thou. I'm holier than thou, but you know, I'm still down, but I'm holier than thou. And um, it, it's just, she'll crucify another woman um, for the same shit. So I just thought that was, hella interesting like hella interesting so yeah she's a little low-key 304 girl lost since her divorce she should have focused on her little daughter's channel her family never liked her fraud what child uh sg is not coming to play today honey 
um i agree be a fun girl just be fun and don't judge yeah yeah i think um it's kind of hard not to sometimes but i think she she's been very harsh and like when i seen um on yanni's yanni had a clip of her going in on a girl um trying to tell her about like this is that and third so to see the dichotomy was just like hella interesting, especially when you throw in a Bible at somebody. I'm like, now sis, don't throw the Bible at that girl. But that's all I got, y'all. Concrete, you got anything else, girl? No, I have nothing, child. I'm trying to get off of here. I'm tired and I'm hungry. Okay. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. He says, I don't have a problem with Melanie, but Melanie's behavior. I think she suffers from broadcasting something that maybe should have been private. Not to say I don't get the criticism. I just think she shared too much on the internet. Absolutely. I agree with that. I think that's a great uh, point. I think that's a great point. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, man, SG be going the F in, honey. The F in, baby. You have to kind of uh hold your goddamn uh, it was good. Like I said, it was it was really, really be it was really interesting. Yeah, it was good, child. But anyway, um, thank you so much for everybody who stopped through on the show today. We greatly, greatly appreciate you guys. Um, shout out to those who super chatted us. We especially love you guys. Big hearts, big hearts. Um, Sunday, we're gonna have to get our life together. Sunday, we ain't gonna be here though. Mm -mm. Oh, unless you want to cover that video, I might come do it. I might come do it, child. That might be a fun Sunday, but we'll see, child. Don't hold me to nothing because I'll be like, concrete ain't here and I ain't gotta be here either. <laughs> So, um, if you will, please hit the like button. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. You're going to miss something good. You know, we always yeah. coming with some shit. Got some exciting stuff coming up. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, have a great rest of the week. And we will see you guys back here on the next one. We're out. Mm -hmm.